the following program is presented by Atmark Media. P.W. Hustle, the recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. Tonight's episode of the PWC Wednesday Night Skirmish is brought to you by Z Apollo Photography. Visit zapollophotography.com for all your photography needs. Welcome to Hami Media Group, or as the cool kids say, HMG. We're here to provide you with the very best entertainment alternative media has to offer. Thank you to all our supporters who have made us what we are today. Follow us on social media, video, and podcast platforms at Hami Media Group. Become a subscriber to Hami Media Group at patreon.com for great free daily content as well as off the top rope extras subscribe to our affiliate patreon channels with a plethora of fun content on various tiers that will bring tears of joy to your eyes vince russo's the brand the rip rogers fr podcast stevie ray tv goldilocks the a show with aaron stevens and april hunter the two-man power trip Velvet Sky and Angelina Love, the beautiful people. And now, the Larry Hankin stories. Support your favorite HMG and independent pro wrestling talent at ProWrestlingTees.com. Enjoy the ultimate meal with Zordos Ultra Premium Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Head over to ZordosOliveOil.com. Start your day with the best cup of joe, bro. Try a fantastic selection of flavorful coffee blends at thebrosters.com. StevieRichardsFitness.com. Get off that couch and make a healthy change without leaving your home. Amazing resistance band and yoga workout programs at an affordable price that will help you become a band new you. Hear from the pros who live the biz, bro, with talent that have worked for every major organization led by the man who put the attitude back in pro wrestling and in your ear holes. It's got to be Russo'sBrand.com, bro. Again, we'd like to thank you for joining us here at HMG. And now it's time to be entertained. Start our broadcast. I would agree. Hey, come on, I like MJF. Yeah, that's one of you. 
Oh, this is MJF's hometown. Yes. Oh, wait a minute. Oh. <laughs> what the hell? Look at this. Wait a minute. That's not MJF. That's that punk CM Punk. The one and only CM Punk is here. CM Punk, who engaged in a caustic war of words with MJF over the last few weeks. Why the hell would Punk hijack MJF's beautiful entrance? That's well, not very nice. You know, we, we talk about mind games, and MJF, the master of mind games. Well, while we have this break in the action, I want to remind everybody that our presenting sponsor, State Farmers, with us here tonight. State Farmers are part of the AEW family. Consider letting them become a part of yours. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Wow, I don't think anybody here in the UBS arena at Belmont Park expected this. I didn't expect this. No, that shocked us all. And we talked about how MJF was from Long Island. This is hometown. That's what they expected when they heard the music. This is not quite the reaction I guess I would have expected for CM Punk. But as you said, Tez, he's walking into enemy territory here. He's from Chicago Punk. Yeah, you know what? He's used to hearing booze throughout his career. It's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. <laughs> It's nothing new, man. I mean, listen, he's been on both sides of the aisle. We know that, but that's all you got, man. Chicago is so much louder. Whoa. 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 Pulling no punches. I love it. Seriously, that's all you got? Somebody called Barry Trotz. I figured out why the Islanders have yet to win a game in this building. Wow. See, that's not right. That's Holy a low blow right I'm an Islander fan. That's a low blow. That's from a Chicago Blackhawks fan right there. Low, low blow. Should I continue? No. Well, y'all certainly don't disappoint, unlike your guy, MJF. And that's why I'm out here. He is your guy, right? This is your guy? That's a tough question, I guess. Yeah. It's getting hot in here, excuse me. Oh, the four oh. pillar shirt, but one pillar notably replaced. I just wanted to make sure that your guy, the one you're gonna take up for, thinks that I can't put over a woman based on her accomplishments being a champion, but no, it's got to be about the TNA, right? It means I want to get in her pants. This incel, this is your guy? The guy that said to my face in my hometown, Chicago, Illinois, that he is better than Roddy Piper in Portland when he's not even as good as Roddy Piper in hell comes to Frogtown. This is your guy in my hometown. I stepped to him in his face and I said, let's do it right here, right now. He took his sport coat off. He took his watch off. He bowed up and then he ran out of the ring. That was two weeks ago. One week ago. Oh wait, oh wait. 
understand what you're saying, just how like the Islanders can't understand how to put a puck in the net. Oh, wait a minute here, come on. This guy knows what I'm talking about. He must be from someplace else. Bully, no punches, buddy. Piled the Islanders that beat Ottawa last night. That's like me beating QT Marshall two weeks ago. QT's my friend, too. Is this what you want? This what you want, MJF? That's your guy? So here's what I want. I wanted to come out here and see how you guys would react to all this. I'm a little bit taken back that that's your guy, but I understand. See, when I was a kid, I hated Dennis Rodman, just like the entire city of Chicago did, because he played for the Detroit Pistons. And then in 1995, all of a sudden, Rodman played for the Bulls. Rodman was my guy. That's my worm, I understand. MJF is your worm. So I'm not mad at you. I just feel a little bit sorry for you. I'm letting everybody here know right now I have my eyes set next week on the AEW Championship match. The champion, Hangman Adam Page, goes against the Dragon. Brian Danielson. And I want next, and I gotta believe that your guy your hero, MJF, he wants next, too. But that's the thing, there's this thing between me and him right now. And I think we gotta settle that before one of us, probably me, let's be honest, goes on to fight for the AEW title. I've tried twice to get him in the ring right now, but he runs. And you guys wanna cheer that, that's on you. You can look yourself in the mirror and sleep at night, that's fine. what this looks like to an outsider. It's two guys arguing, and they can't tell who the idiot is. Everybody in Chicago knows the idiot is MJF. I propose me and him settle it, just like I said the week before, just like I said two weeks ago. I don't want to deal with Sean Spears. I don't want to have to look at Wardlow. I don't want to have to deal with FTR. It's between me and MJF, who, by the way, Stooped as low as to bring my dog Larry into this. What? And Larry has more balls than MJF, and he's neutered. Huh. Ooh, I love it. That's a good one. So you have wasted enough of my time. But let's be honest, I am having fun. If that is your hero, if that is who you want to back, I understand seeing as the Islanders haven't won anything since about 1984. So I'll lay out the challenge. I want MJF and I want him one-on-one -on -one and I don't want him to run anymore. I don't want him to run like you do in Long Island. I want him to stand and fight like they do in Chicago. Get out 
out of hand here, Punk, in my opinion. I gotta be honest. That's why I never liked him. Still don't like him. And I don't really have an out for this, but neither does he, because the gauntlet has been thrown down. MJF versus CM Punk. I'll do it right here, tonight. I don't think he'll agree to it. I don't think there's a man in this building that would, would agree to it. To me, if that's your guy and that's who you back, you're all chicken shit. Oh. What the hell is going on here? Why does Punk gotta act like this? The hospitable people here in New York. Hospitable? Yes. This was all brought about by MJF. Coming directly at CM Punk. And how else do you expect Punk to respond? There's no reason to disrespect the beautiful you people of Long Island. I understand MJF is hated universally. Come on. Well, I understand they are wonderful people here. I have a lot of friends in this area, but when you come out and you put signs like MJF is a role model, what is wrong with you? Well, some people here are confused. I, I understand what you're saying. Probably from the South Shore. difference between a hero and a villain is perspective. If you think this man is a villain, you aren't from Long Island. You haven't driven on the LIE with a top down while blasting Billy Joel. You haven't grabbed some Ralph's Ices, some Ben's matzo ball soup, and a Bagel Boss Bagel. If you don't get that, you're probably a poor and most definitely mid. The perspective of people from the most magical place in the world Long Island, New York, is that this man is a hero. Allow me to list off the accomplishments of this mighty hero, All-State middle linebacker, breaking the Nassau County all-time record in tackles for a season. All-State choir tenor two, captain of the all-male acapella group, known as the Acapellas. Made varsity his freshman year in amateur wrestling and was never taken down he also broke the Plainview High record in the keg stand with an impressive one minute and 33 second chug. And yes, I know what you're thinking, and you're correct. He pulled so many chicks. I mean, bro, it was freaking nuts, dude. The bottom line is, this man might not be your cup of tea, but to us Long Islanders, he's salt of the earth. That makes him better than you, and you know it. Wow. Long Island, New York, weighing 226 pounds, 
He claims to be better than you, and you know it. Maxwell Jacob Friedman, MJF. How awesome is the emotion we're seeing from MJF? You really have to question the integrity, the moral fiber of anyone that would cheer for this man. What? And before the Dynamite Dozen Battle Royal gets underway, I want to remind everybody that AEW's debut in Atlantic City, New Jersey at Boardwalk Hall is coming up Wednesday, February 9th with tickets going on sale this Friday, AEWTIX.com. And I agree with both, I agree with both counts. A lot of emotion shown by MJF as he walked out that we have never seen from him before. But also, anyone who would cheer for this man, what he has said and what he has done, he is a lowlife. There is no question about it. I don't get it either, but I understand hometown allegiance.
Hello everyone and welcome to the PwC Wednesday Night Skirmish right here on the PwC Network, appmarkmedia.com and at PW Hustles Network, right? Is that, is that how you would say it? I don't know, but it doesn't matter because I'm your host Jimmy T, but tonight I've got a special co-host. You, you might know him from Hameen Media. You might even know him from the PW Hustle. Either way, he's the chief. Big Ray Hernandez, welcome to the skirmish. It's the first time I believe, dude. I'm, I'm pumped to have you on. It is the first time here on the skirmish. This is my, uh, my, my terrible Australian <laughs> accent. Yeah, that's I'm the reporter. The reporter of the people, the man with the plan, Big Ray, here to stay to talk some Lucha Libre, <laughs> which is your Spanish lesson for wrestling today. What's going on, Jimmy? Uh, not much, man. It's like, what time is he here? Like 4 a.m. in the morning. But I'm cool, man. I'm awake. Yeah, don't worry. I slept, bro. I've slept. I know. Tell me about it. And you're saying you're tired. Afternoon. Yeah, I'm exhausted, bro. I work man. very fucking long. Okay, I'm up very fucking early. I produce like 18 shows a, a, a week. People don't even know that. You know, for Big Vito brand as well. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. And by the way, I'm going to put this shit over real quick. Head over to uh, <laughs> the Big V Mafia on Patreon. Definitely. That's uh, Big Vito brand on, on Patreon. That's some good shit. By the way, did you know that for the first time in a long time, Big Vito is going to be back in the ring wrestling? I think I did hear something about it, man, as a matter of fact. Got a stooge report from his wife, Noel, who's like my bestie. Um, I like her way better than him, even though I love her. <laughs> we text every week. We text and talk every day, but he has this new fucking... It's not the big veto that, that you remember. This dude is... I might even put... This guy's fucking ripped, number one. Yeah. He has a whole, he has new gear. I'm not going to stooge it off. You guys going to have to t- tune in, but um, he's going to be wrestling in Ohio with our boy Rick Vickery. Oh, what up, Vickery? I'd be to the V. Battle on the border, brother. Oh, awesome. I'm looking forward to it, man. As long as he's not wearing a dress, though, dude. He's, you know, <laughs> by me telling you this, I'm kind of stooging off, but you know what? He will not be wearing a dress. <laughs> well, I'm all for it. But you know what, man? He got that damn dress over, man. Let's be honest. He really did. He did. Um, I like the vignettes. If you go back, and you see all the vignettes that he did when he was actually walking into stores and, um, you know, going shopping and all this shit. And people were looking at him like, what the fuck? But now, you know, that shit's fucking normal, apparently. So everybody does that shit. You know, I, I could put on a dress. You think anybody's going to fucking look at me here in New York? <laughs> well, I don't look, give a shit. Well, look at fucking Russell Westbrook, dude. Have you seen him that's, fucking? That's fucking bad, dude. <laughs> I mean, look seriously. At you, and look at you in your sweet fucking Vince Carter Toronto Raptors jersey. Well, yeah, man. I'm not a Raptors fan. I'm a Bulls fan. But yeah, I had to get oh. a Insanity jersey, bro. A classic one. Come on. Everybody but, had one. I had one. Absolutely, man. But fuck the Raptors, really. But Vinsanity, hey, man, he was one of my favorite players, dude, growing up. I'm not going to lie. I was a huge... Um, well, I'm, everybody that knows me knows I'm a huge New York Knicks fan. So I've been suffering absolutely. ever since I was born. Never saw a championship. They, the last championship Damn. they won was in 1972. Damn. So... And the last time they were in the world championship, uh, the NBA t- finals were in 2000, I believe. 2000, yeah. Marcus Camby was their starting center. Whoa, he was it a, really that long ago? Yep. Latrell Sprewell, um, Alan Houston. Um, right, I right. can't remember the whole team off the bat. Ewing was, on, Ewing was on that team, but he was injured that year. Was Stark still there? Was John Stark? No, because they had traded him to Golden State right. for, in a package deal for Latrell Sprewell. Sprewell excuse me. Um, so we had a really good young team at the time. Kurt Thomas, 
uh, was on that team. Anyway, so that's the last time I see my New York Knicks, but I'm what you call a diehard fan. Um, I'm a Yankees fan, and no, I didn't I didn't become a Yankees fan in 1996 <laughs> when they won their first title. I was a Yankee <laughs> fan in 1985. You know, they sucked in 85 all the way through the 90s, so I went pretty much 20 years of my life without seeing the Yankees win a world title. Technically, yeah. they won one in 78, but I was two years old, so. Yeah. And 75. Still, still counts, count. man. Come on. I don't I don't remember that. I was too well, yeah, shitting in a <laughs> shitting in a diaper, I guess, technically. You're a character, bro. Am I? Yeah, you are. You're actually quite funny, man. I like it. You think so? <laughs> no, I do. I know so. How serious are you? <laughs> are you trolling me now, Ray? Come on now. No, I, I want to know if you're serious. Are, are, I'm are dead you this serious? serious? No, man. Serious? Hold on. Are you this serious? <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm dead serious. <laughs> That's Tony Khan serious. Or are you this serious? <laughs> And we serious like a late period. I'm, that, I'm, I'm serious like a late period, bro. You're Conan serious. I'm Conan serious, bro. K Dog. Shout out to K Dog. K K100, baby. Hey, and fucking shout out to Big Video too, man. Yeah, good guy, man. Absolutely. But um, I really what, like him a lot. Just so you know, he's, he's nah. a really, listen, he, he's a really fucking good. Like him and Noel are very, very, very good people. Oh, for sure, man. There. I've heard nothing but great things about everybody, man. I mean, Noel is obviously um, Noel and Big Video and his wife, man. They're all great, bro. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I listen to the show, and bro, I'm just happy. Hey, man, the fact that even Vince Russo follows our our network and our show, man, I'm humbled, bro. He's been a fan since day one, so even Vito follows me, so that's all good, man. He's another Thank nice you to guy. Everybody. Absolutely. People talk yeah. shit about Vince Russo. I hate that dude. I've spoken to him plenty of times off the air, man. And he's a great guy, man. You know, people have to understand that, you know, whenever you're, you're a professional wrestler, whenever you're in the business, you know, there's a certain character that you, you portray, you right, know, it doesn't true. mean that's exactly who you are. Like a lot of people, we were talking about this off air. We talk about politics and a lot of people for the last two years thought I was a Joe Biden guy. <laughs> And guess what? You won't ever know whether I'm a Joe Biden guy, whether I'm a Donald Trump guy, whether I'm a right, left, or whatever. It doesn't. I like to fuck with everybody equally. And that, that's who I, is that me or is that my character? Who knows? Is it Big Ray or is it Ray? I don't know. <laughs> it's a mystery. Some, sometimes I don't know. So, well, this is what it is. Well, what's the difference between Big Ray and Ray? I mean, come on. Is there a huge difference or are we talking to the same person? There is not much of a difference because just like on air, I've had, you know, I'll have, I'll be honest with you, man. I've had wrestling trolls or whatever that, especially when I was doing one wrestling.com, because when I was working with Bill after, right, I, had I, remember. Portray, I had to portray a very like clean, Hey, this is big, you know, very nice and everything. And um, and people would say some some stupid shit, and I'll be like, "Well, I'm I'm gonna be here at the arena," and Billy Ray Valentine will attest to the fact that I've stepped to motherfuckers on you know to their face, like. You know, oh, I know, bro. I've heard you. <laughs> Don't worry about that, man. I've seen what you what you can what you can do, bro. You, look, you're man, brutal, man. Let me tell you something. I'm not. There's always somebody that can kick your ass. Of course. But I will. But I will die trying to kick. That's your all ass that matters, if man. If you don't have any self respect, bro. Like for yourself, yep. Then you got no respect for nobody, man. Because 
That's all that matters, man. It doesn't matter if you get your ass kicked or not. As long as you stand up for yourself, that's, that's all that matters. And plus, I fight one up here, man, 70% of the time, bro. Yep. First. In the brain, man. Absolutely, man. You'd be surprised. If you've got the gift to gab, which I know you do. Plus, you do don't I? give a sh- You do, bro. I, I remember. Care. I don't know if I should bring this up. but uh, I don't care. Yeah, bring it up. You don't give a fuck? Remember no. your, your little feud with uh, those two twats? Which ones? <laughs> I've I've had fused with so many people. I know, but uh, in particular, what was their fucking podcast called, bro? Their fucking oh, husband I, and I wife. Talking about. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we don't have. To, I mean, we could talk about. We don't have to mention their name. I'm not gonna put them over. No, nah, fuck yes. them. But I remember. <laughs> I remember. Yes, and Dude, um, I listened to that episode with you fucking going downtown with them, and man, because <laughs> sure. you know what it is? I said I said the truth, and I didn't say anything that I wouldn't say to their face. And then here's another thing that people don't know about me. So. Um, your listeners might not know. So I did um, bodyguard work for about eight years um, for this company in Long Island. And it's funny that we're talking about Long Island now. Right. Absolutely. AEW Absolutely. comes from Long Island. So um, I, I worked out of this place. I did bodyguard work and I was also a private detective. Um, what? I didn't. Yes, I did. I didn't know that. I, I knew you were, you were a bodyguard, but not fucking day, hey, man. That's wow. Yep. So I did a, I did an extensive uh investigative work uh, i used to do insurance fraud investigations and infidelity cases which wow. is basically people cheating on people but anyway oh that's awesome um, yeah man so that sounds like cheaters all over again bro with big ray hernandez as your host it was fun <laughs> it was it was that's that sick. but yeah here's the deal here's the deal so i do have the ability and i do have connections still in that world where if you're going to talk shit you know <laughs> on a computer motherfucker all i need is your ip address and this is the problem, you know, so when I got into, when I got into it with them, when I got into it with them, they're very, they're very secretive where they live. And so what I did was I had, um, I had posted a picture of their house online <laughs> and that, that oh, was, no. and I was, and I was blocked. Oh no. Yeah. And then, and then I was, I was, I was tagging those people and I was calling them by their actual <laughs> names first and last. So they were like, what the fuck? Oh so, man! But but here's the funny thing. Just like a bully, when you <laughs> when you punch a bully in the face, one or two things happen. Either you never hear from that bully again. The bully will, or three things: the bully will try to get some people to help him out. Of course. Or you become cool, and the bully asks for forgiveness. So the latter happened. Um, we, I'm not saying we're best friends, but there is a respect there now. Well, wow. And there I'm it is. Surprised. So I don't talk to them often, but I'll talk to the male, the male person, the, the <laughs> female wants nothing to do with me. Right. And, um, you know, we're okay. But just know that if, if ever somebody talks shit, I'll find you. I, will I find love you. that. I love that, dude. I don't know if you've ever said this on other shows before that you're a private detective and the fact that you used to I, I investigate. Yeah, because I don't remember you. I've, I mean, I've listened to a lot of your shows, bro. I don't remember you ever bringing it up. But if if this is the first time, well, you've heard it here first, folks. I mean, damn, that's news, bro. Especially yeah, the cheaters thing, man. That's awesome. You should be doing the freaking show. <laughs> I like I like doing the. So here's the deal. People that know me now know that I work as a you know as a facilitator in a building. I'm a I'm a building. I'm a doorman. They call me right. in, in the U.S. And um, basically, I left my job as a private investigator slash bodyguard. And that's a whole different, I can tell you stories for days, oh, but awesome. 
I left that business because I was on call 24 oh. seven and I had to travel a lot Damn. and stay in hotels. It was like a wrestler's life. I would travel, stay in a, in a, in a shitty hotel, do surveillance, be up at five in the morning, do surveillance from five in the morning to 5 p.m. at night, then have to go go to the hotel, write a report. And this is back in the early 2000s when we didn't have smartphones. I was using a, an actual camcorder. I would what? get caught. I would have to, I, I had a firearm on me, by the way. Oh, that's sick. Um, as well. So, you know, dude, it, it was it was tough. You know, it wasn't easy now. Now you can just, you know, use your phone. You can record from your phone and then and send reports from your phone. I used to have to do voice dictation. So no way. Yeah. So like I'm like, um, so um, the claimant has left the left his uh, his residence at 501 a.m. The claimant seems to show no visible uh, disabilities as he walks or she walks to his car. And then I have to say what the car is. The person said and, and I would have to. And then there were there were cases where people would claim that they were hurt. And then they would go and work off the books and do construction or ah. all these other things, get paid. Yeah, man. Oh, man. And then, and then the best part, Jimmy, was so I would have to do what's called canvassing. Right. A, a neighborhood. So I would go to knock on doors. I would make up stories to say, get information. Like investigate, right? Like basically investigating, right. right. And then the final part, the final piece of this was that I would actually have to knock on the actual person's door with a hidden, it's called a pinhole camera. So I would have like a suitcase or something with a camera in it. And then I would get a visual and audio confirmation that this is the person I am investigating. And then that person, when I see them in court, when they're trying to get money for their disabilities <laughs> or their lawsuit, they see me and they, they're like, wait a second, this guy looks fucking familiar. Of oh, course I look no. different. Right. I'm wearing a suit and I'm clean shaven. And I'm and I'm testifying in court. Then they used to wheel in the TV with the V with the VCR. No, yeah, the good old days, bro. Or the CD <laughs> player or the DVD player. And then we put in the DVD, and that person would be right there in front of a judge. And they would have to either pay heavy fines, they would have to pay back their all the disabilities they they uh they claimed over the few years. Or <laughs> in one case, we had this gentleman, I forgot where he was from, but he was actually deported. Whoa, no shit. Back, yeah, Portugal. He was from Portugal. He was Portuguese. <laughs> he was from Portugal. Got deported back because he had done it several times. There were other other investigators also investigating him. <laughs> I've run into several people working the same case wow. at several times. So it was fun. Anyway, I'm talking too much. But no, anyway. man, no, this is fascinating, man. Please continue because just because this is a pro wrestling show doesn't mean we always have to talk about pro wrestling. Believe me, we always go no, off. So. Yeah, no, but. It. Well, you know, I just want to ask you, you know how you mentioned there was other investigators on the case too, right? Mm -hmm. Does that like fuck up like what you would get paid? Is there a particular like, are they different insurance companies, say, for yes. example? Okay. So I worked for a company that was under multiple contracts. Right. So let's say I worked for, I'll just throw out some like, um, oh, I can mention this. I worked for, for Coca-Cola. You know Coca-Cola, right? Yeah, of course. I'm drinking Coke right now. Okay, there you go. Salud. <laughs> so I work, salute. I work for Coca-Cola. And what, what they used to hire us from for is they had employees that would abuse their sick days. <laughs> so wow. uh, I'll tell you a quick. Do I have time to tell you? No, nah, hell yeah, story? bro. Fuck you. Yeah, please. This was the best. So at the time I was dating a girl and I took her along on a case because this person who abused the sick day 
um, went to uh, Great Adventure, Six Flags, which is a theme park here, right, roller coasters right. and stuff. I had my camcorder. And guess what, dude? Who doesn't have a camcorder <laughs> at a theme park? So I was recording this person getting on rides and fucking hanging out and, you know, with his wife and kids and everything. And he 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 was supposed to be at work. He, he claimed oh, he was sick. Man. He claimed he was sick. Uh, and he had these fake doctor's notes and all this other shit. So. Yeah, we used to do that, man. So you can call me a stooge or whatever, but guess nah. what? I got paid really well for it. Um, I was able to put some good money away. Damn. And I was able to leave that job. I had to quit that job again because my son was born in 2008. Right. That makes sense. Absolutely right. And I, and I wanted to, to be there for him. So that, that was why I left that job. Can I ask, did you ever feel like you were in danger, man? I know because you were all carrying the time. all the time. No shit. Did you Every get time. any threats? Like people yep. knocking on you? No shit. Not knocking on my door. They never. Right. Here's the deal. I would never use my own vehicle. Oh, good. We on had, right. we had vehicles uh, that were rented out by the companies. So anytime they would, you know. So this is what I would have to do. If I was going to a claimant's uh, area. So let's say I was going to their neighborhood. I would call the local police station, give them my ID number, um, my badge number, so on and so forth. Tell them what car I'm in. Hey, guys, this is my name is Ray. I'm an investigator. And uh, this is the company I work for. This is the car I'm driving. I'm going to be do some, doing surveillance here. Um, boom. Now, I've had people like neighbors, nosy neighbors, Karens and shit knocking <laughs> up. What are you doing? You know, because or the, or, the, the, the windows are heavily tinted. So I would have right. a van park it. Now, the worst place. Damn. I'll tell you the worst place to do surveillance. And I had this happen. I remember parking my, my surveillance van which is like a minivan all set up, you know, with a chair in the back. It's, it's complicated. Well, with computers and all like fucking like a movie. We didn't have computer. We had, a, <laughs> I had a laptop, but remember I wasn't, there was no Wi-Fi back then or anything and it was like that. Like this thick, the it was thick, laptop, yeah. right. So long story short, um, I remember pulling up in front of, uh, uh, what, where the kids, uh, get picked up for school. Right. So what the fuck dude, this weird van, the tinted windows part, <laughs> you know, you're kidnapping your kid, dude. <laughs> right. Right. I had people looking in the van. Oh, they can't shit. really see police were called. Um, I've also been oh. in, in, in the hood, like, like in, uh, like <laughs> you, you ever, I'll give you, you ever, you know what Jay-Z's from Marcy projects. Yeah, bro. Of course. All right. East New York. So, um, on multiple cases, I would actually have to, sometimes I would have to go into these big uh, project buildings and, and hang out in the staircase. Fuck that, bro. <laughs> I've had I've had uh, people try to physically attack me. I've had uh, weapons pulled at me, um, knocking on people's door. Uh, I had people like, yo, it, it was crazy. It was. I don't want to get into too too much. Oh but man, it was insane. Yeah. So yes, I felt multiple times, and I've only had to draw my weapon in all those years I worked there three times. Oh, that's all right, man. That's not too I, bad. I, no, I talked my way out of a lot, a lot of shit, you know? Well, like I was saying, man, you got the gift of gab, no doubt about it, man. But I want to ask you one more question before we get What's into up? some wrestling, right? Talk to me. When you were doing the cheaters investigating, right? This sounds <laughs> awesome. I just want to know, man. I have to I ask some. you this. Go ahead. <laughs> man, I know this is going to sound fucking fucked up, but like, like, damn, what did you, what, what shit have you seen, bro? These got to be fucking funny, man. I want to laugh. But at the same time, I can't help but fucking think this would have been an awesome job. The shit you would have seen would have been fucking hilarious, bro. So I'll give you a really good one. Um, there was a case where this gentleman believed his wife was cheating on him. Okay. <laughs> He's great. Right. Now, now here's the deal. 
this guy, uh, he was a city employee. I'm not going to say what. I'll tell you off air where he worked. Right, right. City employee. So he hired our our team to find to follow his wife. <laughs> so check this out. So um, I'm trying to word this so that I don't get in trouble. All right. So I followed his wife with and I had a, a female investigator with me that day. It was a two person case in two separate cars. And we noticed that um, while he was working uh, the overnight. Right. Instead of her sleeping. She would go to this establishment where she was a stripper. <laughs> no way. So she, oh, she man. so she wasn't technically well, she was. So she wasn't technically well, cheating. But she was rubbing but, her fucking crotch, fucking all over but, the place, right? <laughs> but here's the deal. You know what the champagne room is, right? Of course. Okay, that's the back room where you get, you know, lap dance. Right, right. But she would offer extra services <laughs> for extra money. Which she was well known for. Oh, no. So, so I had her along with my female companion who played to be a lesbian woman at the time. She was not. Um, we got lab dances <laughs> on camera. We got lab dances. And um, she offered to give me a hand job. I was going to say fellatio. Sure, fellatio. That works, but a hand job is better. <laughs> And uh, so I got a, I, I didn't get a hand job. Um, <laughs> I was offered a hand job. Let me, let me, let me clarify that I was married at the time. And um, yeah, we have it. We had our own video. So during there, and I wasn't, I was, I actually wasn't there for the court proceedings, but uh-huh. um, I, I know for a fact that the audio and video was played. Um, and uh, I'm pretty, from what I understand, the guy won the case. So he didn't have to pay. Um, if it, uh, what do you call it? Oh, fuck alimony. Is it? Yeah. Some yeah. Shit like yeah. That. Alimony. Right. It, alimony. It yeah. So, you know, that's how that ended, bro. So I've, I've seen, yeah. but I've seen some, I've seen some fucked up shit. Like there's nothing worse than seeing. Like I had this woman that she was, you know, married to this dude for like 25 years and she seemed like a nice lady, but she was, I mean, to my standards, very unattractive. Right. <laughs> and the guy was, you know, into a certain type. And it's funny because he had cheated on multiple times with a certain type. So when I say yeah. a certain type, you know, uh, thin, uh, in shape, you know, he used to go to the gym, hook up with these girls a lot. And there was nothing worse, man, than seeing a good woman, man, you know, a little heavy or whatever. Right. Right. Let's say you a know, size 12. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. 14, 14, please. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> But yeah, dude, like, you know, and uh, like no. uh, she's a good person, dude. And she really loved her husband. Just That's showing scary. her all these videos of him, like just making out with these chicks and going into hotels and going into their homes. And, you know, and he's <laughs> the worst. Pra- the worst part is when he's like texting. I love you to her and I'll be <laughs> home soon. And he's like in the middle of banging this chick. <laughs> oh, shit. You know, that's and then seeing this woman showing her this shit. And seeing her crying and breaking down and just realizing that, you know, she's she she's she's made to feel like her worth is so low because uh, of this dude. guy, you know, this guy being a piece of shit. And, you know, I, I'll tell you this, Jimmy, and this is a fact about me. I have dated a lot of women in my life growing up and I've never cheated once. I'd rather break up with a chick or have a chick break up with me. This is just me. It's no, not for everybody. Fuck, absolutely right. Then cheat on somebody. I think that's that sucks, bro. You know, no, absolutely, um, man, for sure. 
So there you go. So, I mean, it, it, it was it was cool. Good times. You know, uh, I had a lot of fun doing it. I had some not fun doing it because it's tiring and exhausting and you work a lot and you travel a lot, and, but you get paid a lot. Um, was it worth all the money? No, not for me. Really? And, nope. And then um, I'll tell you what, what I do now, my interactions with the people I work for, you know, I get to work, you know, with not only them, with the kids and their animals and Bro, I, you saw me. I don't know if you saw it, but I, I play Santa Claus, you know, at, at, at our I at didn't our job. see that. I actually didn't see that, man. Yeah. You know what, guys? If you want, you can follow me on Instagram at Big Ray Hernandez and uh, take a look, man. Jimmy, you can take a look. right. Actually, if you go on your phone right now and go to my Instagram at Big Ray Hernandez, you'll see some pictures and videos. I want you to we're going to do this live right now. OK, All right. we're going to we're going to do this live. So 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 Jimmy, um, you know what? We're, we're going to I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. That's brilliant. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Oh, Fucking there you thing are. sucks. Is that you dressed up as Santa, bro? Like on, as a profile pic? It is. It is me. That's hilarious, man. That's me. Uh, Give me a follow, you fucker. I am following you, man. Okay. So then, so then, what do you think? Take a look at take a look at me as Santa. Am I over? Which is it? The first. That's a that's it's a picture. The, uh, it's the first couple of posts, I think. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Tell me if you can hear this. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me let me let me do it this way. It'll be it'll be easier. You ready? Go for let it. Let me see. Let me see if I can. I don't know if you can hear the audio here. So you I'm can. gonna I'm gonna try my. Let me just if, tap the. Well, if you share it. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. That's me singing. Hey, can I just say, man, is that Big Ray Hernandez, man? Or is that? I swear, dude. No, 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 I love it, man. Because you sound like a, (laughs) I don't want to say this would be politically incorrect, but like a full white guy, dude. What's going on there, bro? What do you mean? (laughs) So when, when I, when I do Santa Claus, bro, you know, I can't sound like I sound now. Right. Of course. So when I do Santa Claus, so, so really quickly, man, you know, oh, I walk please. in there, you know, and I have to change my voice. So I have to talk <laughs> like this. So ho, 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 I do all that shit. And then um, I, I learned how to say hello in multiple languages to fuck with the kids. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, I bet you don't know it in Greek, though, bro. Uh, well, let me <laughs> let me think. Greek, Greek and Spanish are very similar. They are. They are. There's a lot of words so, are the same, dude. It's funny because Dutch in Dutch is it's hello. That's hello. What the fuck? In, in, like, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like hala hala hala. Right. In, in, <laughs> in, do you know what it is in, in Japanese? Uh, konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. Um, do you know what it is? What is it? Uh, let me see. Uh, hello in yeah. Chinese. Oh, I knew this, bro. I fucking knew this. Shit. Come on, you could do it. I knew it, bro, but it's not coming to me right now, man. Uh, damn. Me how? It is right. Is it? It is. Come on, tell me it is, bro. I'm, you know I'm right. Me how? <sighs> it sounds like a bit. Uh, better than I thought. <laughs> it is. It is neat. It is ni how. My son right. speaks fluent fluent Mandarin. And no, Chinese, dude. Get sure the fuck out of here. No, yeah, wait, dude, wait, 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 wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. What am I missing here, man? How the fuck did he pick that up? So my son, we when he was uh very young. He was speech delayed. 
Okay, uh, I would have never known, bro. So check this out. We put him in a in a, in a school, a preschool that right. dealt with that. And then for some fucking reason, the kid fucking snapped out of it and he just started absorbing everything. Oh, shit. So then Damn. we were able to get him into one of the best uh, public. It was a, it's a public school he's in. He's actually about to graduate and go to high school now. So he's been learning. So in this public school, it's uh, near Chinatown in New York. City. Oh, no. Yeah, right. It, it's, it's, I'm not going to name it, but it's, uh, it's something something academy. And um, he, they teach half the day in English. They teach half the day in um mandarin wow but he has been learning also cantonese so he knows how to speak mandarin cantonese he's learning to speak japanese and he speaks fluent spanish and english wow he wants he wants to be a game developer and he's got oh that's awesome bro that's awesome my missus was doing that man man. she can do that shit too but you're so man is he still in elementary school he is. He's no six, way, like dude. Six foot one. <laughs> what the fuck, bro? <laughs> My height, sure. dude. Nah, dude. I knew he was tall, bro. Like going by your post, and I've He's seen, kid. I've seen like pictures, but still in elementary school, bro. Are you kidding me? He's about to. He's about to graduate and go to middle school, man. Wow. Shut up. I'm sorry. No, no. I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. He's in middle Wait school, going to high school. I'm such a dick. Nah, but still the same shit, bro. What is he like yeah. in the sixth grade? He's uh he's 13 now. So he is He'd be in the in sixth the, grade. He's going no, he's in the eighth grade. Oh, so hold on, hold on a minute. Really? Eighth grade? Because here yeah. in Australia, right? The way our shit works, like our elementary is from uh, do you guys have prep? That's preschool. Okay, so we got preschool, like kindergarten, right? First that starts around that's you can put kids in preschool around three years old here. For us, it's four. Well, in my time, anyway. So well, three and four, three and four, and then and then by the time they're four, going on five, then they go to pre kindergarten. Oh, see, we don't have that shit. Like, yeah, we then, go straight into elementary. No, well, it's elementary. It's pre kindergarten, then kindergarten right. first, second, third, fourth, fifth, right? Then they right. graduate. They go yeah. to middle school at six, seven, eight, and then ah. high school is nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Wow. Like see, that. for us, it's. Like we'll see, yeah. we call elementary primary school, right? Same shit, right? But it's from prep to 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 the sixth grade, and then from there we don't have a a middle fucking school. We go straight to fucking high school, and high school is from the seventh grade to the twelfth grade, and then you go to university. Okay, well, it's, it's kind of the same shit, dude. Yeah, but I didn't know middle school for you guys was like, well, his, like junior his school, high. His school is different because what happens is. In, in, in the States, you go to a certain school. Let's say you go to PS 134, public school 134, right? Right, right. And then you have to go to middle school 56, junior high school 56. So it's a different building. In Aiden's school, he's been in that school learning the second language or his third language from the time he was in pre-kindergarten all the way up to the time he's about to go to high school. No shit. Yeah. So he speaks fluently and he doesn't, he, he's shy around me speaking it but i i've heard from his instructors his teachers that he speaks like with no american accent what like he he speaks it he speaks mandarin chinese dude like <laughs> he was born there god damn bro that's pretty cool man he's a cool damn, kid that's bro. awesome man shout outs to big ray's son man because Yo, damn. give him a follow on youtube brother he does a lot of short oh, hell uh, yeah little short animations uh, it's aiden james animations so oh. if you go over to, if you go over to YouTube and uh, let me, I actually, I'll actually put this over real quick. So Aiden, right. So it's A I D A N right. James 
animations, right? So not Aiden James MMA. That would be cool too. <laughs> but if you go to Aiden James animations, it's uh, the profile. I don't know if you can see this, Jimmy. I'm going to it right now. But this is him right here. I'm going to show you in the camera. They, they, they <laughs> can't see this because it's audio. But it's a little like a funny little kid i guess he drew like his little character and he does like all these little short clips and he's you know he's starting to build his youtube channel so good on you man fucking i didn't want to mention his name but since you did that's fine shout outs to aiden man because man he's putting us all to shame bro he's a good kid he's a good kid too man yeah you're blessed bro no no doubt about it man good word yes blessed absolutely and dude like i wish i did things so differently growing up man you know Back in the day, I was too caught up with fucking bullshit. Like it's in, you know, pig pressure, smoking, smoking yeah. weed, you know, looking out for chicks. Man, yeah. today's kids have got shit down pat, man. Even though they don't hang out outside like right. we would, right? Which right. in a way is a negative for me, right? Because, you know, I feel like us growing up, like, and I'm sure it's the same in the, in the States, it's probably rougher, but. We're, we're, the high school I went to, dude, because I can speak Arabic, believe it or not, right? Oh. I'm, and I'll tell you why. I'm Greek, right? Uh-huh. I'm born in Australia. My parents are born in Greece, but I'm born uh-huh. here, born and raised in Australia. But I can speak fluent Greek. So shout out to GGP, by the way. But, yeah. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, man. So I went to a high school with nothing but Arabs, bro. In particular, Lebanese. That's crazy. Yeah, man. In Australia, this dead set true, man. For, for the people out there that, that think Australia is all crikey and fucking and no. crocodiles and shit like that, yeah, sure, there are those types. We call them rednecks, basically, right? But in Australia, we've got a word for our own redneck term, which is bogans. That's your Australian bogan, bro. You true white, true blue Australian going, g'day, Ray. How, how are you, yeah. mate? You know? yeah, I fucking hate mate. that shit. I hate that shit straight up. I'll say it right now. But man, yeah, but here is full of different ethnicities, dude. In fact, so if I, hold on, if, if I said Ahlan, Ahlan, Asalam Alechem. Right. Salam, Salam Alechem, Salam, bro. Yeah, you might, hey, man. Come on, bro. I can say, look, he's Ahtak Eri Bamek. What the fuck? Yeah, bro. I swear, not many people know that, but I just picked it up for no reason, That's bro. That's awesome. My upbringing, right. So it's pretty it's weird. A great language, though. It's a beautiful. It's actually a beautiful, a beautiful language. Um, the Hebrew language is, is beautiful too. They're very similar. They, they are, hate dude. each other. They, but, they hate each other, but yeah, you're right. Their cultures are, are so fucking similar, dude. Even their religions are freaking similar, bro. Very I don't want to get heat. I don't want to get heat, but I'm it's, just saying. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Even though it they is. will probably tell us otherwise, but <laughs> it is what it is. But man, and I want to say one more thing before we really get into wrestling, sure. right? Now, before September 11, I just want to say, because mm. I can vouch for this because I grew up with Arabs. My high school is literally all Arabs, right? There was Greeks, there was Italians, there was Spanish, but compared to the Arabs, it was 90% Lebanese, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, they were born and raised here, yeah, right? And, they, they, you know, they were accustomed to, to Australian shit. Like, they were into Australian sure. sport. They were into Australian stuff. They literally, you know, simulated into Australian culture and all that, right? But once September 11 happens and then, you know, yeah. worldwide, Damn. everybody's pointing the finger at him, mm-hmm. right? You know, every Muslim was, you know, right. a terrorist. A right. It was a shame. They changed, bro. And I hate to say it. The reason why they changed is not because of like hating Americans or hating Australians or hating fucking just Western way of life. Man, they, they were all for that shit. 
It was all because of the media saying that they're this and that and everybody fucking being racist towards them. They said, fuck it. If you're going to say that's what we were, we are, then we're going to fucking be that. And that's their way of trying to like stand up I against it. it. Right. So, man, you know, they're all good. They're good people. Sure. You know, they can be because at my high school, we had reverse racism, dude. <sighs> do, do you understand what I mean by that? I, Basically, I, trust me, I do. Right. Here, like an ethnic person like me or them. We're called wogs, right? That's that's oh. pretty, it's like saying the N-word, right? Oh, that's not nice. Right. So, you know, we'll be labeled as wogs by pure white Australians, yeah. And I, mm-hmm. I we went through that shit, but at my high school, if you were like a white Australian, like pure Anglo white Australian, mm-hmm. they would literally get biffed till they left the school. So a whole group of the Arabs would get together and just start hitting everybody and uh <laughs> you know what I mean? Get rid of him, get rid of him from the school. But if you're a wog, like an ethnic, you're cool. Like you wouldn't get touched. You know what I'm saying? That's so, crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. I get bro. it. Nah, dude, I get it. I get it, man. I get it. Uh, pe- people fear what they don't understand. Absolutely. 100%. You know, that's, that's an adage. You know, listen, man, if, if you live in New York, you go into any, they call them bodegas. Yeah. You know, bodegas, um, of course. Right. Bodegas, corner stores, whatever, little, little mini marts or whatever. They run mostly, if not 80 to 90%, either by a Latino, I would say in Arabic. Really? Arabic? Oh, forget about it. I, I would say 90, 80, 80% to 90% are run by Arabic here. Holy so shit. like my corner, my corner store here in Brooklyn, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, my Sadiq, you know, my friend, you know, <laughs> right. he's a, uh, he's a, uh, he's a good guy, man. And, and, you know, he blesses me. I, I told you off air how he blesses me all the time. Right. Right. You know, and, and I walk in and I, and, and I'm like, salam, you know, I'm Christian, but right. I respect so and I. love, and right. I love their, and I love their culture. Absolutely. You know, you know I, I can't stand, you know, people who claim to be uh Christian Christians or, or people that, that are, you know, in the cult of Christianity, because there is there is a thing of there's a difference between being a Christian and and being in a cult, or or a difference between being you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like my father, yeah. bro, my father was a minister. He was a pastor. I knew that, right? You know, you know that my father was a you know that he was a professional boxer Absolutely. and a professional wrestler. So my dad, the reason why my people loved my father was because my dad was real, dude. He never judged you. He didn't give a shit whether you were straight, whether you were gay, whether you were Muslim, whether you were Asian, um, uh, whether you're Buddhist, whether you were. It doesn't matter. My father used to shine, as he said, the light of Christ through the way he was with people and the way he was with people was real. And when he uh, he used to preach and everything like that, you know, he spoke real things that made people uncomfortable, but it was real. And that's why I come across the way I do. You know, I don't do it for hate. I don't do it for for clicks or or for any of that bullshit. I do it because this is who I am, dude. I'm real. I like to be real, and real and real recognizes real. That's why we cool. Hell yeah, yeah. man! And I was gonna say that, dude. That's what I love about you. A lot of people take you the wrong way. I won't lie, bro. Mm-hmm. Right? I've, I've well, seen I that. But I get you because I'm very much the same way, man. Like you know, I, I'm not afraid to say what I want. As people would know. I'll say all sorts of shit on, on my shows, bro. I, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'll say it straight up. You know sure. what I mean? I don't care if I get heat. I don't care. Because, man, at the end of the day, society these days, why should you be? Why why shouldn't you be able to say fuck? Like, you can't say shit, bro. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't say shit without being judged. And fuck yeah. that. I don't give a fuck. You can judge me all you want, man. But if sure. I feel like saying what I want to say, I'll say it. And that's what I love about you, man. But people do take you the wrong way. No doubt about it. 
it's like, dude, that's why I love working with like the vet. He's awesome. Shout out to the vet, man. Yo, that dude. And I don't want to embarrass him or anything like that, but he's like (laughs) one of the best people I've ever met. And I literally enjoy waking up early on Wednesday because I get, I got to work late, dude. I get out, I get home sometimes one 32 o'clock in the morning and I'm up, you know, at nine 30 in the morning to get ready to, to record at 11. Um, and why? Because, you know, I got to get up, take a shit, you know, drink, get my coffee, you know, eat breakfast and, you know, get ready. Cause it takes a lot of energy to do this. But anyway, um, the same thing with your boy, Chris, right. You know, um, I, I love Chris, bro. I love listening to you and Chris. Uh, he's awesome, dude. You guys are real. You're real fucking people. You're real. And by the way, I will confirm that Chris is an FBI agent. That's why he's not here. <laughs> Bullshit yeah, man. He's <laughs> well, he's not here because he's in Mexico. And uh-huh. right. And he's coming back to Canada now. Yeah. Mexico. But... I'm doing quotations in the air right now. <laughs> Shit. Oh, he is. He really is with his daughters and his parents. His and his... daughters, end quote. <laughs> no, but Shout out to AMBS. I love guys like you. I love guys like Jargo. You know, um, Big Vito, man, I love that dude. He says what's on his fucking mind, man. And whether it gets him heat in the wrestling business or not, he doesn't give a shit. Absolutely. He and says, what- he, like, like, his, like what his feelings about Mick Foley, you know, I concur. I concur. So it is what it is. Wow. Wow. Well, then, man, and that, that's your real nose, real man. I, I've known people. Look, I'll give you an example. I don't know if I should say it on the air, but we've got a mutual friend. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, oh. and I know for a fact, I know you probably know who it is. Yep. Right. <laughs> I used to work for this uh, particular network. Right. And mm-hmm. look, man, nothing but love on that side. If it wasn't for him, I, I probably wouldn't be here right now. But, you know, he's a bit of a dude. I'm not going to lie. He's fucking, he's hard to deal with at times. You know what I'm saying? And I've, I've worked with people like that. You know that. Yeah, and you did work with these guys in particular, right? Not, 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 and not to say he's a bad person. No, 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 not at all. But it's a shit go when he, look, man, like I said, he's my boy, but he even took me, took me off his friends list. Like, that's a bitch move, bro. Oh, like, come that's on. That's not nice. You know what I mean? It's a bitch move considering how tight we were, right? And oh. I love the guy, but fuck. You know what I mean? But he used to fucking have issues with you. And you know what I hated? What's up? He would start on the end when me and him would do a show together, right? He would say, like, he would say shit, like, right? And I'd be like, dude, don't do that when I'm fucking on, on the air, too, because I've got no issues. You know what yeah. I mean? It's nothing but love on my end. Don't make it seem like I'm with you on this shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah, Listen, so I'm just telling you, right. Let me, let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you something, brother. So, <laughs> brother, I had this young lady, and I'm not going to mention her name. Right. But people in, the, in, in, in our inner circle know who I'm talking about when I say this. Now, this young lady, I've known her, I known her since elementary school. Oh, shit. I gave her a copy of WrestleMania 1 on VHS. Right. And I was the person that helped her fall in love with professional wrestling. I gave her all my VHSs. No shit. You know, we, yeah, man. And we were really good friends. We Even into adulthood. You know, I've been in her house, met her kid. Good person. Now... She is of African-American descent. And WWE had hired this, this terrible comp. Com, I think she's a comedian, Millie Tamares. And I went publicly and I said, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I know you know, you this this, this right. fucking dumb asshole saying, telling people that all dick is trash and her <laughs> supposed comedy bits. Terrible. She's a terrible, 
terrible quote unquote comedian or whatever you want. So I went publicly. I thought it was stupid. And the fact that WWE hires these people is why they are where they are today. Now, with that being said, I was thrown under the bus by my friend who now has established herself pretty well in this IWC uh, internet wrestling community. Um, And she has, you know, she does a lot of work on the, in the IWC. And I was told that I was a bad person because I'm a person of color being a Latino, um, not supporting my sisters and brothers of color um, in Millie Tamara's. Right. I said, I don't give a shit what the fuck color she is. She's a piece of shit. She's terrible at her job. She's not fucking funny. She doesn't write well. So why would I put somebody over because of the color of their skin? That, my friend, is what you call reverse racism. Absolutely. You feel me here? I feel you, man. And guess what? Guess what? She blocked me on all social media. But what she doesn't know is that I am the ultimate troll. I have so many different, you know, I, I have so many. So I noticed I gave it a day and I said, let me go back through another account on her page. To see. And lo and behold, just like all these weak minded people that instead of having confrontation with you, instead of accepting the fact that we can agree to disagree, instead of having a good verbal argument and getting over shit. She blocked me and she went on a tirade about me oh, on her on her social media. And then I called her out on it from another account. I fucking hate that shit, bro. (laughs) I hate that shit with a passion, man, because that suck. That sucks, dude, because I don't block nobody, bro. Nobody. Why? Why? I block people for fun, though, and then I bring them back. Yeah, now see, I don't I I don't (laughs) do that, man, straight up. But I get blocked fucking millions of times, bro. Like not millions, but you get my drift, right? But what burns me the most, like if we were tight at one stage, right? And then you're going to fucking block me over bullshit. Yeah. That really bothers me, bro, because I, I can I can forgive. I don't forget, but I can fucking forgive easily. I can move on, man, like no problem. I've had issues with people that I work with right now that we're cool. You know what I mean? Not a mean to make you yawn, though, Ray, but still, oh, like I was dude, saying. I'm fucking tired, dude. That's nothing to do with you. <laughs> and we still I'm not even... sleepy, bro. Damn, bro. Maybe we should get into Dynamite ASAP. But like the last, right, the last bit I'll say. I just don't, I don't appreciate people that fucking will say what they want to say, but won't let you fucking say anything back. You know what I mean? There's always two sides to a story, man. Let me fucking say my end before you fucking block me. You know what I mean? It's happened several times. Did you know? I'll put this over. There was a, I might've said this in another podcast. Oh yeah. I said it on next level. This happened months ago. So when this happened with the Militamaris thing, guess what happened? What happened? A bunch of SJW Ugh. wrestlers. <laughs> nah, they're the worst type, kind, bro. Wrestlers try to get at me, right? So, I was, so one of these guys, so so one of the girls was a, uh, a well, she, uh, how can I put this? Oh, she's a lesbian. <laughs> she's a lesbian. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and she went at me. She went at me so hard. And then she actually went as far as going onto my Instagram and taking pictures, saying that she's gonna fuck my mother and all this other shit. What? And I was like, yeah, it was crazy. And I was like, classless, bro. But but check it out, dude. But check it out, bro. But check it out, bro. I found a way onto her Facebook. (laughs) 
even though it's private. <laughs> and, and bro, I was I pulled things out that she had forgotten about. Things that she said in the past that she didn't quote unquote represent now. And guess what happened? She what blocked happened? me. And then um, this other guy, and I, he's called, I'll name him, because this, this nigga, this dude's a fucking bitch-ass motherfucker. Please do. See, my, 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 my hood came out there a little bit, so my <laughs> professionalism did, went away, because I'm angry. <laughs> so this dude, his, he calls himself Dan the Candyman. He's a wrestler. Dan he dresses the Candyman? Like he, he dresses like a pedophile, like a pedophile oh. child with chocolate <laughs> smeared on his face. This is his gimmick. And he wrestles terribly, and he wrestles in the Detroit area, where I know a lot of people. Right. A lot of wrestling. I know a lot of people in the business there. So he, he we were going back and forth and he was, he was, you know, fucking with me, you know, in his character, but then he took it too far. And this is where he went far. And I'm not going to quote it, but I'll paraphrase by him saying that, uh, oh, he was going to give Aiden, my son, a piece of candy that he'll what? never forget. So this is what I did. I said, fuck this shit. I called him. How'd I get his number? It's my business. Oh, you don't even need to say it. I already know from your background. As, as, soon, <laughs> as soon as he heard my voice, because he knew who I was, apparently, right. hung up, blocked me, got on his Instagram where he blocked me, went on another account, video called him. He refused to reply. I have all these messages here saved. And I said straight up, bro, I know sometimes you work here in New York. I will come see you. <laughs> I said, and now here's the thing. Basically, what I had done is I had gone a little too far. And vet, thank you, vet, for making me clip certain things that I said off of this podcast that I did, because allegedly I kind of put out allegedly. Okay, I didn't end up doing it. I'll tell you that. But I could have had some people that he would be working with shoot on him. Right. Hey man, you feel me? I feel you. Because I can't. I, I'm not going to Detroit to kick somebody's ass. <laughs> Fuck that. I mean, hey, who knows? Maybe the Candyman's a tough guy. Maybe he'll kick my ass. Who knows? <laughs> but I know for a fact the people that I know down there, and, t- and you know who's one of the guys. One of my friends is Tommy Wonder. You know Tommy? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Shout out to and Tommy where, Wonder. And where's he live? Oh, he lives in the fucking in the Big D, bro. He lives in Detroit, and not only through him but through other connections, I I made friends over there. With some some pretty legit people. So, and I'm talking about like workers. I'm not talking about like mafia shit. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I get you, bro. But um, but yeah, man, you know, some and then so you're gonna be tough, you're gonna talk all this shit. You know, listen, I'm gonna tell you guys who are listening to this right now, and, and I'm gonna go at this. You know, there, there are people that that go on the live chat, you know, I've heard your show and they like to talk, they called you a kangaroo, a kangaroo yeah, fucker. Bro, what the fuck? That shit got man. You. you know yeah. what kangaroos, kangaroos are very sexy. So I don't see anything wrong with that, you know. Thank you. No, no. Yeah, I mean, yeah. kangaroos are hot and they're very strong. It's, it's beautiful uh, legs. But here's the deal. Oh, shit. But here's the deal. If, if if Jimmy wants to fuck kangaroos, which he doesn't, which it's are, his business. Uh, yeah, yeah. But don't fucking discriminate me for fucking kidnapped. No, I don't. <laughs> but you, but you're coming on. You're coming on. You, I want people need to wrap their heads around this. You're taking time out of your day. To listen to a podcast or a live show just to insult the person that's giving you free content. Like, think about that. 
Like how pathetic, how sad is that? It's sad, bro. It's, it's sad, sad, man. <laughs> it's sad. And I got to tell you something, man. Before this whole uh, beyond the, what was it? Dark side of the ring thing came out with gold dust and everything with, with gold dust, why a former wife, uh, Marlena and everything. Yeah, Marlena, where, right. Where the thing was like, don't sell it. They were telling her every time she saw a dick in the backstage, don't sell it. When somebody hit on her, don't sell it. You know, Bill After, when I worked with him, and I still, that's still my boy. I, I love Bill. Uh, he's that's a legend, Bill. bro. Absolutely. I still he's talk to him. I talked to him a, a bunch. And um, he's the one that taught me, don't sell it. But I, I, I don't sell it, but then I do. Right. And when I do sell it, am I angry or am I just fucking with you? Well, that's a good question. I would assume you're kind of PO'd, bro. You got to be. Depends. It depends on the situation. Right. Now, with, the, with, the, with Dan the Candyman. <laughs> right. I will say this. I will never forget. As you should have. I will never forget. I will. You can talk about my, you can talk about my, my, me all you want. You talk shit about my family or you see, you mentioned some shit regarding, you know, my son, bro. I'm, uh, I'm a very protective person of my friends. And that's another thing that pisses me off. This young lady that I mentioned before, very protective over this person. You know, helped her a lot, man. So, you know, you got to be careful, man, because, you know, people will turn on you on a dime, which if, if I'm if I'm correct, it was a wrestler on AEW this week that we thought kind of turned, but he didn't turn. And did he turn? Is he part of Team Taz or what, what happened? Well, that's that? what anyway, I was confused about. We'll, we'll get we'll, to we'll, that. We'll, we'll, right. We'll talk about that. So I'll, I'll let you take over. I was actually pretty confused about that myself, man. But like I said, we'll get to that. Unless it was on dark or what the fuck. But but anyway, before we do get into Dynamite. Mm -hmm. There is some breaking news. Apparently, Jeff Hardy is being released from WWE. Yeah. What the fuck's going on, dude? I mean, you broke it to me. So uh, (laughs) what exactly Um, is the circumstances? Now, I know because he was fucking off his head on Raw. You know, I was waiting for, especially coming from the frigging Stone Cold podcast, dude, saying what he said, and then he goes ahead not even a week later. What did he say on Stone Cold? I didn't listen to Stone Cold podcast. Oh, well. He basically said, and I'm not, I'm not verbatim, but I'm just giving you the rundown. He basically said he's grateful for being off drugs and all the substances. He even spoke about the sting incident in TNA when he was off his head, if you remember, uh, back in the day. I think it was that turning point or whatever it was at the time. I, anyway, I have a, I have a two minute clip. Oh, well, you can do that. How about you play that? Let just me play share that. It. Go for it. So let me, let me, let me press play here. Let me see if. Stone Cold Steve Austin here on the Broken Skull Sessions with my next guest, Jeff Hardy. Jeff, what we're going to do today, I'm going to play a few clips for you. This is some of your best chills, thrills, and spills. You rate them one on the low end of pain to broken in half on the extreme side. Are you ready? I'm ready. Play the first clip. This is Jeff Hardy jumping off the fucking top of the gimmick. Broken in half. (laughs) Right off the bat, broken in half. All right, here we go. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Let's we'll talk about this. So really quickly, um, I'm not going to play the whole fucking thing, but let me see if I get this here. I'm still saying this. Right. It's just not, I would actually have to play the whole fucking podcast to get that that piece, but um, he was on. He looked great here. He looked yeah. fine. Here's the deal. Let me break this down to you. So Jeff Hardy 
people are like, you know, people are asking, well, why did he get released? Did he asked for his release. And, and I made a, a funny comment saying, well, maybe it was the whole him being on drugs and walking through the crowd high thing, right? <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Let me ask you a question. I've known, I've worked with workers my entire life. So my father was a worker. Absolutely. My uncle was a worker. He was his tag team partner. I've been, I've been in locker rooms since I was a child. You know, working with Bill after for years, I've been doing this for many years now. I've worked with many, 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 many workers. What are the chances? Now, the, the, let me just preface by saying this. Apparently, WWE offered Jeff Hardy help with his addictions, right? And he right. turned them down. Yeah. This, this is why he was released, right? Right. What are the chances that Jeff Hardy was maybe just working? To get out of his contract, I'm not saying that's what it, what it was, dude. I'll be Any honest. Chance? No, I I actually agree with you. There is a big chance that he look, man. I'll be honest. I've been expecting him to go and join his brother in AEW for a while now, man. Ever since Matt Hardy got released, I'm thinking I was waiting for the day that Jeff Hardy was going to go. And let's be honest, man. I would not put it past Jeff if he got himself released on purpose. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I, I've got no doubts about it. I wouldn't, heck, I would even go one step further. I wouldn't be surprised if he's already done a pre-agreement with fucking TK himself for him to jump over in WWE. But then in saying that, mm-hmm. wouldn't say someone like a Vince McMahon sort of know if he's working or not. But then again, Jeff Hardy naturally looks off his tree anyway. I mean, let's be honest, right? I mean, that's, I mean, <sighs> The worker's going to work. That's all I have to say. I mean, what, what if, what if, what if he decided to get bombed on purpose to be drunk or high? Not to say that's, that's what he did again. I don't know that for sure. Right. I'm not, I'm not one of the, I'm not one of these fucking people. Like I, I'll tell you if I know for sure, I'll tell you, look, this is confirmed. Oh, no, no, I know this. Right. Um, but I will go on and say that this, I'm making an assumption based on, on past experiences, knowing how workers work or having an idea because no matter how much you're into the wrestling business, how much you uh, know people or how many wrestlers you interview and shit, you'll never know how a wrestler's mind works unless you are in that business. Or I would even say, unless you were grown up around that business, like I grew up around the business, so I may know a little more than other people, but again, I was never technically in the business. So I don't know, but Listen, I will say this. I've noticed also that Matt Hardy has been doing independent shows and he's been doing his broken Matt Hardy character again a lot. In the indies, he's definitely doing that. Absolutely. He's doing the, the that he has a premonition. <laughs> yeah. You know, a premonition. I know what you're and, getting at, though, too. So, what are the chances? And and it's funny that how he's doing more and more of this, and then all of a sudden Jeff Hardy gets high on a on a roar and then released. Yeah, and then Brother Nero magically fucking appears. Ninety days from now, when's the next? When's the next big big show? What what what's ninety days away from now? For AEW. Yeah, I think it's Revolution, isn't it? When is Revolution? They announced it. I'm pretty sure on Dynamite. I can't remember the date. Or was it Revolution? He'll I'm be, pretty he'll be sure. available. He'll be available for AEW in 
March if he decides to take the full 90-day payout, which he should. Right. I would take the 90 days, rest my body, and get paid. Hell yeah. You know, Tony Khan's going to help you. You know, Tony Khan, if it is a thing that he has fallen back into the wrong, you know, into that demonic hand, the demonic hands of uh, of drug addiction, which I am very well versed in. Not that I was ever a dry, drug addict, but I, I have put over many times and I've spoken to my brother. He knows I talk about this. My brother, my my middle my middle brother, because I have an older brother who's a former police officer yeah. in New York City. I thought you only had one brother. I didn't know you had a middle brother, dude. I have a yeah. middle brother. And that brother uh, abused drugs, man, since he was a oh, kid, since he was a teenager. I mean, the dude stole rent money from us. He stole money out of my wallet. You know, Damn. I, as a kid, I remember one time laying down on, on my pillow and, and I remember finding like crack. Whoa. Hidden shit. in my pillow. Yeah, dude. In your pillow? Uh, in my pillow. Damn, dude. In my pillowcase, dude. Right, shit. Hyperdermic, hyperdermic needles. Shit. Hidden in my shit. Uh, so I know what it is, man, to have a brother who, who battles with drug addiction. My father, I think, this is going to be dark, but no, nah, man, my, please. My father left this earth a little early because of a lot of the stress. And I, you know, my brother during my father's funeral actually said this in front of people, you know, you know, when we all give our little eulogies and right, I felt so right. bad for him Shit. because I want you people to understand as much as you, you think drug addiction is disgusting and you think these people are pathetic they're fucking human beings, man. And and drug addiction is a demon, bro, that you cannot control. It's very difficult to control. Now, my brother, thank God, over the course of years has learned to control it somewhat. You know, sometimes, you know, he'll go into a depression and he'll, he'll try to lean on that crutch. And as his younger brother, I end up being like a dad. You know, I was the last person to take him into rehab and to help him out. And this was only a couple of years ago. So, um, Listen, my heart goes out to Jeff Hardy, man. As much as you think he's a fuck up, as much as you think, why did he? It's the same thing with the Usos. You know, alcoholism is a fucked up thing, guys. You know, Jimmy, it's a really fucked up thing. And I will share with you, and I think I've shared this with you, or maybe I've said this on a podcast, you know, um, during 2020, when the whole pandemic hit and everybody was getting locked up and I was traveling on mass transit and shit was getting hectic and I would literally have to be physical with people on the trains. It was crazy. I, I, be, I started becoming dependent on alcohol to a point that I would wake up in the morning, fill up my water bottle with vodka and take it to work. Shit, man. You know, and thank and through the grace of God and through a supportive wife at the time, my girlfriend and through really good friends. I was able to lock that down and stop it before I went down a terrible spiral. So I just need you guys to understand, no matter how strong you are mentally, everybody has a breaking point. And some people just can't deal, man. You know, and if Jeff Hardy is going through this, I, I legit, my, my heart is, is with this kid. Hopefully he can get past it, clean up again. There's nothing wrong, guys, with falling down. You know, the old adage is, doesn't matter how many times you fall down, it's how many times you get up. You know, and, and I hope he gets up and I hope I hope they do bring it to AEW, Jimmy. I hope they, they bring it, bring it to AEW. And I hope they bring the whole broken universe with Tony Khan's money. All the shit that we wanted to see in the WWE that we never got to see because they did it all wrong. 
maybe we can see it in AEW, but we'll see. Right. And it all depends, man. If it's legit, if he's not working everyone. And the thing is, what everybody has to keep in mind, you can't put it past him for fucking up again, right? Yeah, I mean, no. you, you know what I'm saying? And I feel you. Right. And I, and I can relate. And, I, and thank you for sharing that story, man, because damn, that's that's pretty deep. You know what I'm saying? And I appreciate you for that, man. But and I can relate because my auntie like committed suicide because oh, of a heroin. No, nah, that's all right. It was back in 2001, man. It's terrible, what, though. Still, what, what gets to me is that I saw her right before she passed away, man, on the on a tram. I don't know if you know what a tram is, but train. No tram. Is that like a, you know, San Francisco's like a, in San Francisco? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. I forgot we, what they're called there, but yeah. Well, we call them trams and they're everywhere here, dude. Like I know in, what you mean. In Melbourne, it's it's only in Melbourne, really, not around Australia, just in Melbourne. We've got this thing. Like, uh, they call, we call them trolleys here. Okay. Well, we call them trams, but yeah, it's basically like a train on on the mid, in the middle of the road, man. You know what I'm saying? An, ab- but, an above ground, an above ground train uh, that, 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 that uh, travels. Uh, on the uh how would i put this on a road with with uh pedestrians right absolutely it's basically that absolutely yeah, like a but bus like a bus like a bus but it's sure. like yeah it's but it's track. on it's on a track right so anyway and i saw her and, and i remember thinking at the time like i was kind of disgusted which i regret regretted because not even two days later she she passed away and she, she was a heroin oh, addict and, no that's cool man she passed away from a heroin od and he's my mom's sister dude so you know, it's pretty close. And uh, she used to be the same, man. She used to rob everyone. Damn, we got robbed by her and her and her man back in the day. Like, I'm talking about late 80s, oh, early man. 90s, to the point where we, we had to move, dude. You know you know what I'm saying? And, uh, man, she used to beg for money to steal money and all that. And unfortunately, because she didn't get the support, and this is what gets to me, like, my mom gave up on her and they were close. You know what I mean? But because of her heroin overdose, she didn't want nothing to do with her. Her yeah. parents didn't want nothing to do with her. And man, that suicide letter is fucking deep, bro. You know, and it's sad, bro. And yeah, it is what it is. But so I can relate. I, I totally understand where you're coming from, man. And Pe- it's, people it's get tired, up. Jimmy. People get tired, dude. Like, what can you do, man? It's true. You can't like, yeah, it's true, man. People get t- and also people get, listen, how can I put this? It doesn't make you horrible for giving up on somebody either, because like I said, everybody has a breaking point. Right. There are, time, there are times, man, when I looked at my brother and I was like, dude, I can't do this shit again. I can't help you again. I can't, you know, bail you out financially. I can't, you know, do this, go through this shit with you. I can't. It's not fair, like, man. Like the last time this happened, I literally stayed in my mother's house for two weeks. I didn't live in my mother's house. Well, my brother locked in this in, in my old bedroom. I was sleeping on the fucking couch and we were detoxing the motherfucker there basically Damn. until until I got him into a public program. Thank God that helped him out incredibly. Thank God. Um, so I get it, man. And I was at a breaking point. Like, I, I can't do this shit anymore. It's like a relationship where, you know, you guys are just always fucking arguing. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. It, it's it gets volatile. That's what that's why I've been married twice. You know, my, me and my first, my, my first wife, we used to get in these horrible, horrible fucking arguments, bro. We never got physical, thank God. But it was just toxic and I was depressed and I had grown to like 400 pounds and I was, I had high blood pressure and I was going to fucking die, dude. But 
you know, we were strong enough to realize that this wasn't working. And I'll say this, my ex-wife has become one of my coolest friends. <laughs> no way. I don't, I, I, now the people are like, oh, you know, people will joke, oh, you still want to hit it? No, I am not attracted to her in any sort of way that way, but I love her as my son's mother. Cause Absolutely. she is an incredible man, right? Incredible dude. Incredible. And you know what the coolest thing about this is? What's that? You know, my wife, Jen now, who is my rock dude, that's, that's my home girl too. She's my, my buddy, my best friend. And I mean that that's my girl. Now her and my ex-wife get along so well. Oh, no way. Yeah. Dude, they were texting last night. <laughs> oh shit. You know, that's going to be weird for you, but that, I mean, seriously. it's not, no? you know, it, it, it sounds like it's weird. Right. But it's not. And 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 my ex-wife loves my wife, Jen, now because the way she is with my son. My son is my son loves Jen. Absolutely, man. That's cool, man. And it's just, you know, and, and look at that. You know, I went through all this shit with my ex-wife. I got a divorce. I said to myself, Jimmy, Jimmy, I said to myself, I will never get fucking <laughs> married again. I'm never going to get married again. When I met Jen, when we went on our first couple of dates, you know, and then we started getting serious and I asked her to be my girlfriend. I said, you know, more or less along the lines of, you know, we can be in a serious relationship, but I will never get married again. It took it took eight years. Wow. <laughs> and it wasn't a thing that. It wasn't this is supposed to be a wrestling podcast. I know I was thinking that, too, but it's all good, man. We do. These. But, but, but all good. But it wasn't a thing that, um, you know, maybe somebody needs to hear this, but yeah. um, it, it wasn't a thing that. uh I needed to be married. I just realized like when I, when I, I remember one day I had bought the ring. I had the ring on me for like three fucking months, dude. Shit. And one, one night she was making dinner and there was music playing. We were, we were home. It was Christmas Eve. Ha. It was Christmas Eve. She was making Christmas dinner and I, and I was watching her and she was, you know, having a drink with me and we're, you know, she's dancing around. And I looked at that woman and I said to myself, I don't ever want to, live the rest of my life without her. Like I want to, I want, I want to, when I die, I want to say that, you know, I live my life with my best friend. So I, I went to the room, got into my hiding place, pulled out that big guy. It's a big fucking rock, by the way, guys, it's a beautiful hey. rock. Beautiful. Yeah, right. Uh, spent <laughs> a lot of money on that shit, but um, it's worth it, dude. Uh, got on my knee and I asked her, she couldn't fucking believe it. It was beautiful and it was intimate. It was special. And we got married, you know, you know, you know the deal. Of course. You know, I see you've seen, you've seen the pictures, brother. <laughs> right, right. I have no doubt. I had Billy Ray Valentine. That was my yeah, best that's man. That's awesome, man. I saw that. That's cool, man. Because I know how tight you two are, man. And that's Co pretty Co cool. Colin, Colin Weiss. Yeah, what the wedding. fuck, man? All the way from Texas? No, not Texas. Uh, South, uh, North Carolina. Oh, wait. Isn't he from Texas originally, though? No, because, you know, all know, American I, people with a twang sound sound like they're from man, Texas. Why the no. fuck did I think it was from Texas, man? What the fuck? No, Sorry, Colin, Carolina. man. I should know that shit. Ah, but shout out to Colin White song. <laughs> I love that. dude. Damn. That's my little brother. I love Colin, bro. That's my dude. That's my guy. When I, he gets married, that, man, because he got engaged too to his wife. The right. Fiend, uh, right. The right. And he's <laughs> what do you call her? We, he calls her the fiend. Why? That's fucked up. Because. <laughs> When we were doing, we were doing a podcast called the the ridiculously random. Yeah, podcast. I remember, I remember, right. And um, whenever she would come into the room, he would start playing the fiends music, <laughs> and then she, we just that was her gimmick. That you know, characters, dude. She's Latina yeah. too, isn't she, man? 
Yeah, she's she's Mexican. She's well, bro. I love her too, man. She's my. I call her my daughter. <laughs> Why you? Are you dad. that much older than her, bro? Well, Colin is in his thirties. I am. Wait, how old is Colin exactly? Colin, I think is thirty four. What? He's young. He's a kid. I'm I'm way older than him, dude. Are you kidding me? I think so. Yeah, I think Colin's Damn. like thirty four, if I'm correct. Damn. But and I'm you know you know me I'm gonna oh, be no, forty. Yeah. I'm be 46 in March, motherfucker. Wow, dude, you look great for your age, man. I remember when you were like chunkier, Lies. man. Nah, man, I'm being dead, bro. I swear to God, I'm being dead set serious, man. There's no word of a lie. I'm not saying this to troll you or to suck your dick, bro. I'm oh, telling I mean, you if this. You want to? I, mean. I am Greek, but not that Greek, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as Greek. Not, not as Greek got Papadon Greek, right? <laughs> no, I'm not Greek got Papadon Greek, bro. Oof. But Greek, nevertheless, you know what I mean? But you know what they say, beware of Greeks bearing gifts. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying this straight up, man. You look great for 46, bro. I mean, seriously, that's amazing. And I remember when you were like my size, practically, bro. And I've... You're not, you're not, you're not that big, dude. dude. Stop it. Nah, trust me, man. I've put on a lot of weight in the last couple of years. That's nah, fine. Time. As, long as, as, long, as long as you can still see it, you're fine. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can still see it, thank God. But you you want to hear, hear something funny, Jimmy? What's that? Something you don't know about me. Oh god, I'm off, man. I've learned new shit like every minute so far. So, so we were going through my dad's. Uh, we had found this thing. It's like a. My dad had a closet. We were cleaning it out. This was a few years ago, mm-hmm. and there's this book that my father had, with all these pictures and information and all this other shit, and it was about my great grandfather. No way. My my grandfather's father, and apparently. Hear this shit. So he, uh, his name was, Andana- his last name was Andanopoulos. Oh, get the fuck out of here, bro. No bullshit. Listen to me. No. Listen to what? <laughs> what the fuck? Yes. His, 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 his last name was Andanopoulos. Wow. He was from a small island off of Greece. He was, he was Greek. <laughs> no shit. He moved, wow. he, bu- he built a business in Puerto Rico. There's okay, actually a few not, Greeks in Puerto Rico, believe it or not, bro. But yeah, continue, well, please. Well, hear me out. His name when he came from Greece to Puerto Rico was changed to Hernando, the last name, which no then way. was changed again to Hernandez because of where they lived in Puerto Rico it was a more right. common last name. And that's where my grandfather was Hernandez. Oh, wow. No so, shit. So when now also, um, so basically, and on my mother's side, I found no. that my, no, well, not Greek. Oh, I was going to say, bro. <laughs> but her side, we always thought she was uh, purely Italian and, 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 no, we did the background shit. And I am from, I'm, pre- I'm pretty much basically Greek, <laughs> Italian. Awesome. Greek, Italian, a little bit of Italian, and Portuguese. Wow, wow! But I am, dude. I am sixty something percent Greek. What? Jesus Did you know Christ. that? No, I didn't know that, man. Nah, you're Puerto Rican, bro. You're Puerto Rican. Look, at the end of the day, man, you do look Puerto Rican, no doubt about it. You do, <laughs> bro. You. But Thank that you. fucking blew my mind. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. bro. That really yeah. fucking blew my mind. Wow, yasu yep. there, fucking Ray. Yeah, man. <laughs> So I started, I started fucking throwing, out, started, I started throwing plates on the floor and shit. <laughs> yelling, Opa. Well, well I, and I know this is a wrestling show, folks, but I have to say this, man. I was uh, reading some stuff about this is a few years ago, but 
about saints in in the states or in particularly in New York. Like, apparently Puerto Ricans and Greeks get along really well in uh, in New York, and apparently a lot of Puerto Ricans and Greeks hook up. Yeah, I, I dated and, a Greek. Well, there you go. <laughs> so I and dated a Greek girl. What I didn't know is because apparently they like where Puerto Ricans are basically at. There's a lot of Greeks at. Yeah. And I know in Astoria, that's where all the mm-hmm. Greeks first went in New York. Yes. I know all yeah, that stuff, I dated, right? I dated a Greek girl from Astoria. Queens. Oh, there you go. See, there's <laughs> your stereotypical but Greek I, from Astoria. Her, right. her father was very, very, very clear with me. Oh, here we go. He what goes, did he say? He goes, Ray, I like you. <laughs> Ray? I, like you I like you very much. You're a very good boy. You're very that's good. so great. You're, you're handsome. I right. like you very much. You can date my daughter. <laughs> But you will never marry her. Oh, what? He's straight up. Straight he up. He liked me. He goes, wow. and, I, and I said, well, why? He goes, you're not Greek. You're not Greek. <laughs> she only married Greek. Oh, wow. I, I like you. You be friend. You know, you do the You the fuck funny. my daughter, but. <laughs> no, he, he, he said, he goes, you, you know, I know you do funny, funny, and all this. Oh, no shit. But you no marry my daughter. Fuck. I, Wow. Uh, I dated her for a while, dude. We used to hook up all and here's the funny thing though. I found out years later that she married a black dude. <laughs> <laughs> her father must have oh. fucking rolled in his, <laughs> he, Which he is nothing away. wrong with that, just quietly. No, no, There's no, nothing no. wrong with but that. It's, but we're it's just, just like, like right. the funny thing is that you know she <laughs> you know, awesome. I actually had Greek blood. I didn't know at the time. Oh man. But um, but neither here nor there. Yo, I got a question. What's Since that? you edit this shit. So right. before we jump into uh into AEW, do you take like a little commercial break or something? Because well, you got to go take a leak. Ironically, I'm glad <laughs> you need to take a leak because I've got someone that wants to like put Hogan's Corner in the what? middle of the show. It's like a little little segment that we do. I don't know if Hulk you know Hogan's Homeboy. here. He's not here, unfortunately. If we were live, he might have came in, but Hulk Hogan will be making an appearance. And he's saying that I'm Jimmy T. He's Big Ray Hernandez. And we're just going to take a little break, but we'll be right back. Well, we're back after Hulk Hogan made a little appearance, dude. He, he was just saying, that don't work for me, brother. And now, another episode of Hogan's Corner. Well, doesn't work for me, brother. But I gotta tell you, the time that I faced Earthquake, John Tento, that fat motherfucker, brother, he's a big fat fuck, you know me and him, we had a fucking program, brother, and he sat on my chest, and he did the Earthquake, brother, and he sent me to the hospital, broken wrist, brother, and you know what, all the little Hulkamaniacs, they showed me love, they fucking, they fucking covered my hotel hospital room, brother, with all the goddamn mail that I got from the Hulkamaniacs all around the world, but that fat fuck, you know what, at SummerSlam 90, brother, I told this who's man, you know, well, it doesn't work for me, brother. You know, I want to fucking slam that motherfucker, hit him with a big boot, and drop the leg, and one, two, three, brother. But Vince McMahon said, no, brother, you're going to win by count out, because the big boss man going to hit him, and you're going to beat the count, brother. No, well, doesn't work for me, brother. So, you know what? Fuck that shit. So I gotta tell you, Earthquake, what you gonna do when Hulkamania runs wild on you, brother? And I fucking win, because I'm still alive, brother. Hulk Hogan is just too sweet. Terrible ales out, brother. And that was another Hogan's Corner. 
Hey, this is Homeboy 88 of the Homeboy 88 Podcast and good friend of the Pro Wrestling Coalition Network, the PWC. Check out my podcast where all the podcasts are available, the Homeboy 88 Podcast. Thank you. Wow, that's a big fan. I remember I met him in New Jersey. <laughs> Legitly? Uh, fu- yeah, funny story. Uh, Bill Lather. No, te- no shit, yeah. Go no, ahead, continue. No, I was going to say, it wasn't at Trump Plaza, was it? No, 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 no. <laughs> we, we were at WrestleCon oh, in, he, in New Jersey. Right, and he was there at WrestleCon? Well, here's the thing. I was, I was, uh, this, he was with TNA at the time. Okay, right. So I was interviewing a whole bunch of wrestlers. I was walking around with Bill Lather, and then Bill goes, come here, Ray. I want to show you something. So he's he's leading me all the way to the back, and they had these big tents and this, you know, giant. So I go into the tent and, and I'm stopped. We're stopped by remember the old security for the WWF, the guy used to yeah. wear the hey, with the beret. Yeah, yeah. He passed so away that, now, I believe. Actually, yes, believe it or not, right? He did. Yeah, I, he I, did. of course I remember. Right. So he hugs Bill. He tells Bill to go. You know, we can go. We go in and it's fucking Hulk Hogan signing autographs. Wow, that's awesome, dude. So he stops everything he does. Hulk Hogan gives, you know, Uncle Bill a hug. Bill introduces me to Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I know people have a certain perception of Hulk Hogan or whatever. Oh, get the fuck out of here, bro. Come on. But let me I tell you something. Let right. me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I mean, brother. look, man, I've even got an autograph here, brother. I've even got an autograph fucking nice. previously illustrated Hollywood That's Hogan. Dope, dude. Yeah, bro. But anyway, continue on. Right. Nah, dude. So, you know, I, I said, hey, uh, listen. I'm not one of these guys. I'm not a fanboy or anything, but I have to tell you. And I told him straight up, I said, look, my father passed away about a year or so ago. And uh, when he took me to Master Square Garden and I'm, as I'm talking to him, he's just looking me dead in the eye, you know, like like taking in everything I'm saying. And um, I said, I just want to thank you. You know, uh, I appreciate, you know, the fact that you were there for my first pro wrestling experience at MSG. Wow. 19. I forgot what year it was. 1985, I think it was. And um yeah, man. And uh, he I told him, I said, I wish my father was here to meet you. You know, uh, you know, he 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 bought cable just so I can watch you. That same same story as me, <laughs> bro. No shit. I swear to God. And, and then, uh, you know, I, I extended my hand to shake his hand and uh, he pulls me in and he gave me uh, like a big long no hug. Way. And then he kissed me on my cheek. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, shit. He, and he did the whole, you know patting on the face like 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 a like a like a father would to a son wow and he's dude. like he's like brother he goes i appreciate that brother you know blah 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 he was going on and on and he goes you're a good guy he goes watch out for this well he goes watch out for this watch out for slick willy brother you know and, <laughs> nah, that was that was a cool moment i get goosebumps just thinking about Damn, it and i know it sounds i sound like a fucking mark but nah man hey dude you know when you meet you know your childhood heroes it's like okay, it's like some a kid meeting fucking Batman, you know, for Absolutely, me. Absolutely, bro. Hey, man, I've bro. met a lot of professional wrestlers too, man, and it felt surreal the first time, man. I've never met Hulk Hogan, and I'm spewing, bro, because Good dude, uh, you man. you probably know the infamous Flair Hulk Hogan match in Australia, mm-hmm. right? And this is Omaga's last event too before he mm-hmm. passed away. Yep. You know, it was a Hulkamania thing, man, and that was a bloodbath. And I'm I wish I was there and it got the chance to meet him, but it was freaking almost impossible but i've met a lot of professional wrestlers like goldberg booker t the booker t story is actually quite funny man because go for it yeah i'll 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 share this little story but years ago i went to nitro and thunder yes 
This is during the year 2000, mind you. I've been there, brother. Oh, man. So it was at its worst, but nevertheless, I was excited, man, because I had, it's funny, my, two of my friends had backstage passes. I didn't, right? Well, that's cool. But I got in, though, <laughs> right? That's what's up. Like, you know, one of my friends came out, had my other friends pass, you know, walked in. But that wasn't the point. Later on, the, the, everyone was staying at, um, at, what do you call it? There's a, there's a casino here called Crown Casino. Okay. And that's where all the WCW talent were at, right? And uh, now back then, you could smoke indoors, right? Now you can't, but back then you could. And I, was, I wasn't even eight. I think I just turned 18 because it was in October. I turned 18 in 2000, and my birthday is on October 11. I believe it was right before my birthday. And we're smoking, and me and my friend, we see Booker T. Now, get this. This is, this is the funny part. Okay. Booker T was married during that time. Now, I don't know if you know the story, how he and Shamel, well, like, basically, he cheated on his wife. Right. And hooked up with Shamel. And Good then, for him. Right. And the rest <laughs> is history, right? I'm not a cheater, but it is what it is. It is what it is. But, see, during this time, he was actually married. But we're seeing him going, him and fucking Shamel, Going hard in the lobby, dude. In the in the casino, they were having, they were having sex. No, but they were like oh. she was on top of him, dude. No shame, oh, no. like they they were dry fucking, no doubt. But they were full going at it, bro. So we're you know, upstairs, spinneroony, giving her the spinneroony, bro. No doubt about it. <laughs> but the tongue rooney, you know what I mean. Ooh. So we're upstairs, we're looking down to the hotel lobby in the casino, and we're smoking. Now he's obviously starts smelling the smoke, right? So he's like looking all around and shit. And then he looks up. He's like, yo, he's like, what, why are you two kids smoking for? Right. And we're like, Oh, what you, you talking to us? So we're like excited and shit. This, this motherfucker got up, started coming towards us. And we're like, Oh shit. shit. So we're running straight down the steps, but we're going towards him. And uh, man, he started talking to us. He gave us a lecture and whatnot. And but my friend, he was a wrestling fan, but he was, I would say casual. Right. Because right. Remember during the Monday Night Wars here in particular, WCW was big during that time. Mm-hmm. Everybody suddenly got into wrestling. Everyone was wearing NWO shirts. Everyone, I was always a WF guy. WF was my home team, bro. That's what I, I grew up you. on, right? But I got into WCW once Hall and Nash jumped up because I used to hate WCW, bro. I used to watch sure. it, but I couldn't right. stand it. So he I comes up to us and we're talking, shakes our hand, and he's like, "My friend's like, I don't want Booker T signed, right?" I want fucking your real name signed, right? And I'm like, oh, man, I okay, got dickhead. Booker Hoffman? Right. No, no. He didn't know that his real name was actually Booker, right? Right. And I'm going to him, okay, dude, that is his real name. Booker is his real name, you idiot. He's like, no, no, no. And Booker T's like, that is my real name, you know? I'm like, did, you did, fucking did, 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 did he look at your friend and he was like, tell me <laughs> you did not just say that? <laughs> he didn't. I wish he did. But at the time, he was WCW World Heavyweight Champion. He looked like Wesley Snipes still at the time. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, am I the only one that thinks that? I used to always say that shit, bro. It looks like, no, I don't think he looks like Wesley. No, I no, no. He when he one. had the short hair. I'm talking oh, about when he, the, when he had the, the high top fade. Right, like the high top fade. Yeah. During that time, I thought Maybe. he did with the mustache. Come Too on, big, man. though. Yeah, no, Too much big. bigger. Much bigger than fucking, than, you know. I have, to, I, have to see, I have to see them side to side. No, nah, no, nah, Book is not only taller. I, I believe Wesley wasn't even that tall, bro. Wesley, Wesley sounds like four. <laughs> That's tall. what I'm He's saying. A tiny guy. Right. And Book is like, what, 6'5, six, 6'4? Six, He's a big boy. He's a big boy. He was huge during this time, man. 
but yeah, man, like that's the funny little story. I, I want to tweet him and see if he remembers because I think he would. It was his first trip. It was kind of the way it happened. You know what I mean? I've met Sting, Shane Douglas, and shout outs to Shane Douglas. I know he's on the on the Russo Network and stuff like that, right? The franchise. But motherfucker, he fucking so fucking uh, ignored me. I'm like, franchise, Shane, totally fucking no sold me, bro. Like totally. Uh, he was a heel at the time. I'll look at it like that. But I'll say one more story because this one's a beauty, bro. Okay. Remember Chronic, Brian Adams and fucking of Brian course. Clark? Okay, of course. Adam Bomb and fucking Clark. Absolutely. Right. I go up to them, bro. They were just chilling like at the bar and they're drinking beer and whatnot. And I go up to him to fucking get the autograph, right? And uh, Brian, you know, God rest his soul, his soul, crushed Brian Adams. He agreed. He was like, yeah, sure, no worries. So I'm about to hand it to him. And then motherfucking Adam Bomb, Brian Clark, looks at me and goes, fuck off, like straight up, like fuck wow. off. We're just chilling here, having a quiet beer, right? Uh-huh. Leave us the fuck alone, man. I'm only fucking 17 years old, bro. Like, You're come a kid, on. right? Right. I mean, all right, I was a bit older, but I'm still a kid, right? I'm like, really? I look at him, I'm like, really, motherfucker? I'm like, all right. So later on, my best friend, she's a chick, right? Mm-hmm. And she's pretty hot, right? Okay. I, I go to her, please do me a favor. Walk up to those two guys, and she doesn't give a fuck about wrestling. She just came for the fuck of it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, go and ask them for their autographs and see if they give you the autographs, right? She goes, all right. So she walks up to him. What the fuck do they do? Not only do they give you the autographs, but they're like, oh, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. So I walk up to him with the autograph. I'm like, thanks for the autographs, dumb cunts. You know what I mean? And they just looked at me like just dumbfounded. Like, what? Yeah. I'm like, motherfuckers. I got you. All right. <laughs> you know what I, got one, I got one for you. Okay, before please. we jump in the AEW. It's like we're not, we're not, we're not going to talk AEW. I know. These are first, but we'll get there. Don't worry. All right. Check it out. Check it out. So it was 19. I noticed 100%. It's 1999. Okay. So I was, let me see. Was I 20 yet? Wait, if I was born 1976, 1996, I was 20. How old was I in 1999? I was 23. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. still, yeah, I was, yeah, like I was 23. You're still I was younger. Still, right. I was a young kid. I was a manager. Remember the gap? Yeah, of course. Okay. So there's a famous area in New York City called West 4th Street. Right. They have uh, these basketball tournaments by the cage. And West 4th Street, NYU, New York University is right there. So it's a very popular area, especially back in, you know, the, the, the 90s and stuff. So it's 1999. Me, my buddy Nick, we used to call him White Trash. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to um, White Trash. Shout out, shout out to White Trash. I got to play this for him. Uh, my, boy awesome. Juan, yeah. my boy Juan, my boy Berto, right. and my boy BZ. We used to call him BZ because he was berserk. He was crazy. <laughs> That's awesome, so, right. We, we're we're walking out of, out of this uh, this Mexican spot. Uh, we're having drinks and everything, and having uh, burritos or whatever. And uh, we come out right, so it's mad late. It's like it's like uh, I don't know, like maybe one thirty in the morning. And these three dudes, young guys, come up to us, right? And they go, "Hey, they're like, hey, um, you you guys know where we can party around here, just like that." And I'm looking at the guy. I'm looking at these kids, and I'm like, I look at I look at Juan. And Juan, Juan's a wrestling fan, and he goes, "Yo, aren't you, aren't you those guys from fucking WCW?" Uh- <laughs> so I'm like, he, he, so, so, so one of the guys, Shane, oops, yeah, Sh- Shane Helms, oh, Hurricane, who's wearing braces in his team uh- at the time, <h- <h- chain tracks, no, 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 puts it over, and oh, then shit. I'm like, 
no, this is 1999. Nobody, we didn't have cell phones with cameras and all that shit. It was still Sugar Shane Helms back then. So it, it was it was Sugar Shane Helms, Shannon Moore, and fucking Evan Courageous. <laughs> oh, no. three count. It no, was wait. fucking three count. We oh, bumped into no. fucking three count at West 4th Street. <laughs> so we we sent them to uh, the Izzy Bar, which we were going to. Uh, and they ended up drinking there. We didn't go. We didn't end up going in because we were done for the night. Um, I had to work the next day, but yeah, man, I, they went to one of our local bars uh, a few blocks away and uh, yeah. So they were looking for a place to, to get high wow. and, and, and drink, get drunk. Get high. <laughs> they, well, when they, when they asked this party and I, and I, I think I said something like, like what you want, like Coke or some shit, dude? <laughs> you know, um, which I, I will say, I, I will not confirm or deny, but maybe <laughs> one of my friends, uh, might have been Hooked able to up. help them with that. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I've never done it. I'm I'm being serious. That's never right. done it. Okay, I smoke weed like crazy though. I'll smoke but, weed um, right now, dude. So very good. I have right. I have I have I have half a joint right over here, brother. No way. I I never see you smoking fucking weed, bro. For real. See, see, what the fuck? I've learned I've learned yes. so much. <laughs> this yeah, is nothing wrong with that. They don't ah. test in New York either. It's it's now totally good. Well, fuck, so, man. I've had to go to court for fucking weed. Damn, bro. Most of the people I work for in my building, my boss. Is a weed head, Australia, it's bro. Fantastic. But anywho, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. three. Let me ask you a question. Right. Who is the nicest pro wrestler you ever met? Probably Sting, man. Sting is a top dude, bro. Like I felt bad because I was the first one to approach him, right? And he signed two autographs. Because look, man, I've always been a Sting fan, even when he was a surfer dude, right? That was the only reason why I would even tune into WCW when I was younger, right? But but man. I felt so bad because everyone just started surrounding him, dude. So as I'm talking oh, to God, him, yeah. yeah, man, and everyone was surrounding him. But he signed it twice because my friend at the time, he was the biggest Sting fan, man. Uh, and I nice. love Sting, right? I love Sting, but I was never like a little Stinger per se, right? Yeah, I get you. Right. And I'm like, look, dude, can you do me a favor? Like, can you sign an autograph twice? Because if my friend knew I was sitting here talking to you right now, he'd be so pissed, you know? And he's like, yeah, right. sure, you know? So signed it twice. Right? Yeah, right. Absolutely. But even book, book, I had a laugh with. Ray Mysterio didn't say much. Yeah, no, nah, probably I'd say Sting, man. Me, so I've interviewed a whole bunch of people, and I can go down right. a list of, of people that you would never think are super awesome. Like Brian Cage. I have like I've I heard he's cool, sp- man. I got his cell phone number. Like he's that cool. Like he's we <laughs> I know, I know all about it, right? <laughs> and I've interviewed I interviewed Brian Cage before anyone knew who he was. We just saw him on the indies and we thought he was cool. And we brought him on our show and he came. I had Brian Hernandez, obviously super cool guy, sweethearts. I'm just throwing names out there, people that I really like. But one person who I met. So when I worked at NYU when I was young, um, I was a security officer there. I was like, I was a kid and I was banging out all the girls that were there. (laughs) I was working in the the dorm. (laughs) But yo, there was this one girl, Stacy. She was a summer student. Shit, that's Stacy. Yo, beautiful girl, beautiful, right. sweetheart of a girl. We actually were like a couple for just the summer, you know? Yeah. Um, in other words, just a side fucking piece, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. She, just yeah. for the summer, bro. The summer but of Hernandez. But I liked her and she <laughs> liked course. me. Like, we had fun. Right. But, but the coolest thing was she was a manager at the WWF restaurant in Times Square. No. Yes. WWF New York, bro? Yes, WWF New York. No so way. We would go in there. We would have, we would sit on the floor with the VIP area 
all right, our all right. my boys used to go. We used to, we used to spend a ton of money there, so we used to take care of her. Funny because the food I heard was trash, dude. Nah, well, really, I've heard a lot of people say that shit. No, well, here's the deal. Um, we always ordered more or less the same shit. We used to order okay, a right. lot of wings. The wings were oh, good. You can't go wrong with wings, bro. You can't go wrong with wings. Right, and, right, and, right. And like the 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 mozzarella sticks. This easy. Oh, shit. absolutely right. But, but we will continue. order. But we will order a ton of it along with a ton of beer, like a <laughs> lot. Like we made her night every night, you know, and we made sure oh, Stacy took care of us, and uh, she would take care of me. But, <laughs> but you know, they used to have the wrestlers show up live on the show, right? Yeah, I, oh, I remember show- right. Bro, I mean, two of the two of the nicest guys. I'll throw it real quick. Triple H. No way. Yo. No I know way. People, I know people fucking hate on him. I can see that, man. I, I love Triple H, bro. Straight up. But he, yeah, continue. This is, this is when he was with China. Bro, this guy was just a dude. Just hanging out, drinking beers with us. No. Just, just so fucking cool. But. When I say nicest, and I'm saying like you could feel how much of a sweetheart he is. I've got and right, how, and how like when you're talking to him, he's like really fucking invested in what you're saying, and just like Seriously? he's a hugger. When nah, I say this name, no way. when I say this, when I say this name, no, this is not Triple H. I know who you're gonna say. I bet you, oh, I know. Big guys, show. You tell me, Big Show. Nope. No, nope. okay, all right. never met him. Never all met right. Rhino. No way, man. You know dude. what? I can picture that, dude. I can actually kind of picture that. Wow. What a fucking... And he didn't know us from a fucking hole in the wall. Holy shit. But this guy was so... And he fucking gave a shit Seriously? about everybody in that place. Wow. That's awesome. And he dude. was... But he is so... Like, if you speak to him, like, you see him, you know, Rhino, he's fucking right, yeah. going to kill you. He's so soft-spoken. No way, especially considering me and ECW back oh, in the day, bro. This was his first run in WWE when he first came over. Right. And just during the Alliance f- era, like the invasion and all that shit. Yes. Just right, a right. sweet, sweet man who just, lo- oh, he loved, yo, from what I, the kids, like, oh my God, dude. Like he was just so fucking nice. But, but if you go back to Triple H, um, that's a dude that, as much as you may hate him, and this is why I don't know what's going on with him, you know. Yeah, man. You know, I I almost feel bad for the guy. I know it sounds crazy. Oh, man, so do I, bro. Do I, you? Totally. Okay, yeah, I'm not the only fuck one. fuck yeah. Okay. Nah, nah. I'm a big right. Triple H fan, dude. Straight up. I've said the it ultimate all B, the time. The ultimate B-plus player, but. The ultimate big. <laughs> I mean, fuck, it's true. <laughs> but um, I hope you. I hope your listeners do not mind that we just went on to because we don't know nah, man this is talk. great no nah, man this yeah i know it's like we're talking like personally like off the air which is great because i think a lot of people would appreciate that shit man you know you know what i mean just a lot of fun man i, I love talking to you but um, we do have a job to do that's true and i'm we sure do have the job to do. if we're boring our listeners with uh life <laughs> talk I, I i think people will love it man and yeah sure these are resting podcasts but as our listeners would know we go off the cuff all the time, dude. We always talk about, you know, politics. Sometimes we talk about the paranormal for 45 minutes on a risk. Oh, show. great. So don't worry, well, dude. <laughs> you know what, dude? I mean, if you want to put it like a little thing at the beginning of like, hey, the first half of the podcast is just bullshitting. <laughs> it's up to you. <laughs> but um, but yeah, man, why, why, why don't we get into I do have to clean the house before before my wife comes home. Yes, I am not one of those husbands that don't fucking help out. I do Bra- my thing. Bravo, Ray. 
That's God damn it. <laughs> that's what you call a true husband right there, She's man. She's a good woman, dude. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know her personally, but man, I'm sure she is. You know what I mean? And good people. As long as you're happy, I'm happy, Ray. That's what matters, bro. You know what I mean? I have a boner right now. <laughs> I don't want you to be that happy, but you know oh, what I mean? Okay. I'll push it down. I'll put it up in my, my belt. Oh, man. Just tuck it in a little bit. You know what I mean? Even if you I'll have try. to tuck it between your legs, bro, sort of thing. No, you know? it won't go down. <laughs> Stop fucking you know, draw rating a little bit. Then, yeah. But anyway. All right. Okay. Anyway, on that note. <laughs> Let's get into Dynamite, man. Finally, I think we should. No, definitely, man. <laughs> but that was awesome. But anyway, AEW Dynamite, it comes from, I believe, Almont, New York at UBS Arena, which is sure in Long not. Island. Mm-hmm. Do you like people from Long Island? Yeah, I don't mind. <laughs> oh, wow. I like Long Island. Long, Long, Island, Long Island is cool, man. People, well, people, they shit on. Staten Island is where they shit on people. Why is that? Isn't that fucking where fucking Wu Tang's from, bro? That's what, yeah. It's the hood, bro. Staten Island is real. Right, hood. man. I mean, there ain't nothing to fuck with, bro. Nah, but I mean, <laughs> you know, you Staten Island, Staten Island. So, so New York is New York City is broken into five boroughs. Right, right, absolutely. Brooklyn, Manhattan, that. Queens, the Bronx, and Staten Island. And um, Staten Island is the bastard child of New York City. <laughs> I thought Long I Island love, would have been that, bro. But they're not part um, of New York City technically. But they're the posh. They're posh. <laughs> they're like Why, technically the like yeah, they're like upstate New York. But yeah, not, true. You know? No, I, I can see that. So, shout out to okay. MJF. I like, I like, I like that. I like Long Island. Long Island has some good restaurants. And, Can I ask, uh, what's up? Why have they got their own? I know we're going back off the fucking wrestling talk, but yeah, why sure. have they got their own fucking sort of rules over there, man? Compared to New York City as a whole, Be- because Staten Island is considered like the suburbs. Yeah, but see, that's weird. Isn't Queens and I no. think Brooklyn? Like, aren't they close by? Uh or like kind of on Long Island, if that makes sense. No, Brooklyn is close to Staten Island. Okay, all right. Long, Long Island is as far east as you can go. Right, I, I knew that. Right, right. In the United States, um, if I'm correct, maybe Florida. But Long Island is like the eastern tip of, of the state of New York. And Literally, it, like, it, it yeah. jots out. It jots out into the Atlantic Ocean. So if you look at your if you look at your map and you look for Long Island, um, it's in the top right corner, sort of thing, right? It's it's still it's a separate entity. I mean, it's it's diagonal to New York State, so it's part of New York State. So it, it is, is part New of New York State. All right, oh, you would have thought that would have been the sixth borough, man. In many ways, it is technically the sixth borough. Right, you could say that the sixth borough, but then then you got here's the funny thing. So we're called the tri-state area, right? Which is Philly. Uh, Pennsylvania. I mean, so uh, Pennsylvania, New uh, York, Connecticut. And, oh, yeah, Connecticut and New Jersey. Right? We call the tri-state more because of New York, Connecticut, and New Jersey. Right. If you live in Connecticut, you no. Philly's what? a little too far. People, I've heard people use Philly as part of the tri-state area. That's you why. could. There are people yeah. that live in Pennsylvania. I mean, you could say four states, but doesn't sound as cool. Right. But right. I have my like my 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 little brother. He's not my real brother, but he's like my best friend, one of my best friends. He travels from Pennsylvania into New York City to work. Right. And people Fuck, travel from Jersey. It is. It's like an hour and a half. Damn. But he works for this. He works for the city. He makes enough money. He's fine. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Why doesn't he live in New York then, man? In New York City. He did. New York. Okay. I, what did I tell you about New York? It stinks. Everybody says that, dude. And, I, and you know what? One of my dreams, dude, it was he's always to go 
and even live in New York, right? In New York City in particular. Uh, but everybody no. tells me it stinks like shit and piss, bro. It's not what it was. I, you know, Damn. you know where I could tell you if you're gonna move someplace, do you want to move someplace warm? Well, that's what I'm used to, right? I mean, I've never seen snow in my life, right? Never. Listen, so you want you want to move to like Florida, maybe? Yeah. Or I'm gonna retire and I'm gonna move to Savannah, Georgia. What? My family. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Savannah, Georgia is beautiful. I is want any- you to Google it. What? No, I was gonna say, is any Puerto Ricans in Georgia, bro? There are a lot of Puerto Ricans. Really? In oh wow. Savannah, Georgia is a military, um, uh, like a big military town. Um, my uncle, who was a U.S. Marine, and my other uncle, who was in the U.S. Army, they both retired. Uh, they were stationed uh, in Ge- my uncle was stationed in Germany, moved to Savannah, Georgia. My uncle was stationed. I forgot exactly where, but then he also moved to Savannah, Georgia in the late 80s. And then little by little, my family all started migrating to Savannah, Georgia. Oh, wow. It is beautiful. It is beautiful. It's a melting pot. You're not going to, you know. Everybody is, is you know, you got some blue collar, you know, workers up there, you know, truck drivers and people that own businesses. It's it's one of the most beautiful states I've ever seen. Um, it's a it's gorgeous and it can get a little cold, um, you know, during the winter at night. And when I say cold, I don't know if you know what 40 degrees. Yeah, feels like, huh? 40 degrees uh, Fahrenheit that you guys call it. Right. Is about, say, 20 degrees Celsius. Which right. Is not so cold, but not hot. Right. But that's like maybe the coldest it gets, but like it can get hot. And they have the most beautiful beaches uh, in Savannah, Georgia. I think that's that's the place I'm going to retire. And even Jen is down with it. Wow. Um, but uh, I mean, New York City's OK. It's just not man, what it what was. What the hell, man? Are you saying New York City's overrated, bro? Is that what you're getting if you, at? If you visit right. New York. I would have to like take a couple of days off to, to show, show you. me. I, I absolutely, I could see that. But I would show you real New York. I love that, bro. <laughs> Not Times Square. I mean, I'll take it. Yeah, to I know. Square. That's your typical fucking bullshit. Right. I know. I, I know all that. Right. But I would, I would take you like to my my old neighborhood, so you could have pizza in my old neighborhood. Go I to, the, love to that, the Greek bro. diner. Go to the Greek <laughs> I, diner. I heard that you I go say to. that, right? Yeah. Zafis, Zafis. That's our Greek <laughs> diner. I love that's that awesome. place. I would, I would take you to Brooklyn. I would take you to Coney Island. That'd you know be awesome, like, new, dude. like real, like new real York. New York, right? I I totally get you, man. And Times Square me? and all that shit. I feel you, bro. Uh, you know, you don't want to. Well, yeah. they say, yeah. Well, they say Melbourne and New York. There's a lot of similarities, and I'll tell you why. And then we'll get into resting. I promise. Um, <laughs> oh no, this is unbelievable. But uh, we we do have a lot because our our attitudes are kind of similar, man. When it comes to like here, like Little Italy, we don't we don't call it Little Italy, but it's called Ligon Street, which is right. all Italians, bro. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. and now Astoria for Greeks is a place called Oakley, which is nothing but Greeks, bro. Like the whole suburb, the whole town is just Greeks, dude. Like, I mean, 90%. Yeah, a lot but, of uh, Greeks and Queens too. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of Greeks come from Queens. that are The Greeks that I know from the state. I mean, I've got family in New York and in Cleveland, weird enough. But uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. But um, yeah, man, like we've got a lot of the same sort of uh, attitudes, bro. We're pretty straightforward. Yeah. Like you guys, you know, get a lot of hate from all the other states in the States, right? Which I can understand because for New York, look, it's more of jealousy, dude. Let's be honest, man. There's probably people that want to fucking be New Yorkers. But for you, and I'm only saying this from an outsider, mm. I, I'm, I'm assuming it's 
us versus them mentality in many ways. Am yeah, I wrong in I saying guess. that? Yeah. New Yorkers don't give a shit. But that's what about I love about you guys. Else from anyone. Um, New Jersey is jealous of New York. Of course. I don't care what the fuck they say. They're pretty much the same shit, but like. Connecticut thinks, Connecticut thinks they're better than New York. That's just upper class New York. I don't even know why they're not part of New York, bro. I don't know. And then you Come got, on. Then I used, to, I used to date a girl that lived in New Hampshire, which is a Oh, even more upper class. Right. That's like Boston. That's it's over Boston. there in Boston. Yeah, Boston. <laughs> Chow there. You know, yeah, chatter. You know, jump in the car, go to the ballpark. <laughs> this sounds Australian, bro. Go to the ballpark. That's what oh, we talk really? about there, bro. Yeah, they yeah. say our, our accents are kind of similar. Ballpark. It's, well, I dated the, I dated a girl from there for many years. Really? And uh How'd yes, that, work? that was cool. She was a student at NYU. Oh, there you go. And we we remember I told you I was banging out a bunch of girls at NYU. <laughs> well, I hope your wife one. doesn't hear this shit, bro. But well, anyway. she knows. She knows. <laughs> oh, that's um, cool. there was one uh young lady and she was so cool, man. She was such a good girl. She got she got homesick though. We were together for like three years, dude. Wow. We lived together in Queens. Damn, damn. Yeah, dude. So, Dang. but anyway, um, she she didn't really have a thick, thick accent. But when I used to go visit, like you know, like her dad and her mom and stuff, right, right. Her, her dad used to be like, "Oh, we're gonna go, we're gonna go in the room and watch the, you know, the the Red Sox and <laughs> the Sox, know, the socks and <laughs> the boss. Or you go grilling. You want a hot dog, <laughs> like a hot dog, Ray? Yeah. Want a beer? You want a beer? A B, a B. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that was cool. Man. That's but anyway, funny, wrestling. Man. Yes, AEW. Yes, from Long Island. I guess <laughs> we'll cut straight to it. Let's just cut to it, man. But we get MJ's MJF's music fucking kicking in. But it wasn't MJF that came out. It was that uh, what does MJF call him? Crack, crack making punk or some shit? Or was it? Oh, wait, wait. Was it something meth punk? I think it was meth punk. Yeah, what was punk. the C part though, bro? I forgot. Crack meth punk. That doesn't make sense. I think it was something else, but it doesn't matter. The point is, he makes meth apparently. And you know, funny enough, dude, you you know what this segment was, man, to me? What's that? Remember when Bret Hart was was a heel? This is exactly what this shit was, bro. In back in 97, when he was a baby face everywhere but the States. Yep. And he was a heel in the States, bro. And this is what exactly reminded me. It doesn't surprise me. I'm telling you, this is where they got this shit from, man, because as I'm sure you would know, Ray, Punk is a big Bret Hart fan. Yes. So I've got no doubts about it. That's what this shit was, man. I definitely got the Bret Hart vibes when you said that because he they're going to do this because they they keep going back and forth. Oh, you just done Boston, bro. You just said fourth. Did I said fourth. Remember, yeah, New York, bro, New I swear to God, far. I know. But the way you did four, that was straight out of out. Nah, Boston came out. It sound like, bro. <sighs> I don't know. Man. <laughs> Sorry, man. Continue on. But no, it's all good. But like, you know, I, I got the same vibe. So when they're in Chicago, CM Punk's gonna be over. He'll be over everywhere except probably New York. Of course. You know, Long Island, whatever. Um, it was. I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. I liked how he was calling out, you know, the the Long Island, uh, the, what is it, the Islanders, the hockey yeah. team and shit. And well, they talking suck, shit about let's be them. honest. You know, I'm not a big hockey fan. I, right. And if I am, if I do watch hockey, I'm going to watch the Rangers. I've always, well, you know, been more of a Ranger guy. So, but, um, but yeah, man, that was, it was a good promo by CM Punk. Um, got a lot, a ton of heat, which is cool. And I don't, you know, some, 
wrestling purist may not like the fact that you know it's either a baby face or no, he's what you said, he's doing what Bret Hart did back in the day where he was an unbelievable baby face in uh in Canada and pretty much everywhere in, everywhere, in the UK. Dude. Yeah, absolutely. Germany, you name it. But not in the US. Yeah, and that was cool for the time, man. But it feels like we're going full circle, man. But why I love not? why not? I mean, just but it instantly reminded me of that, man. It really did. But he came out, Punk received more booze and cheers in MJF's home area. And then he goes on to say, that's all you got, Punk stated. The crowd in Chicago is so much louder. Punk mocks the fans by saying that the New York Islanders hockey team had yet to win a game in the building. I mean, I believe that's true. Punk asked the Long Island crowd if MJF was their guy. Punk said he was getting hot, then removed his jacket. Punk was sporting a four pillars of AEW t-shirt with MJF. That was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> With MJF replaced by Brie Baker. <laughs> Punk said you can put over a woman due to her accomplishment, not because he wants to get into her pants. Well, I mean, I don't even know why. Let's be honest here, Ray. All right. Why the fuck was Brie Baker even, you know, put into this shit? And fucking Adam Cole doesn't even acknowledge that shit. Instead, he picks on Tony, you know, Shivani, right? As we know, he's close to Brie Baker. <sighs> In real life, in the back. And Shivani's known to get close to the women over the years. You know what I'm saying? Is there any truth to it? Maybe, perhaps. Who knows? Maybe nah. back in the day. No, but listen. Right. Maybe not now. Maybe not since he's been married or dated AJ Lee. Maybe right. back yeah. in the day. Maybe back in the day, they had a thing. Him and Bert well, Baker. Who knows? Did, did they? Well, as far as I know, man, he, they weren't dating. I mean, he's dated a lot of fucking uh, female as wrestlers. As far as we know, as far as we know, right. You know, they used to call him Chick Magnet Punk, right? That's right, right. Right. Also, so, apparently the name comes from cunt munching punk, too. Oh, there There's you rumor. go. So yeah. Well, that being said, you don't know. Maybe he did, maybe he did bang out Brick, but, but I'm saying maybe he did bang out Britt Baker. Maybe on, Bay you know, Bay. on a regular basis on the indies. But <laughs> yeah. That's that's probably why, you know, MJF got the got the you know the Iggy on it, you know. Well, I mean, if he did, sweet. I mean, she, she's got a, she's got back. Maybe not back enough, but for for some people. But hey, you hit it right. I'm sure you would. She does have a bit sure. of a horse head. Sorry, Brit. It's all right. Sorry, but she's cause she's hot. She's all good. But you know what I mean. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. But still, the fact that Adam Cole doesn't acknowledge it, or even Brit Baker herself, I kind of don't like the fact that she's even put in this situation. Unless we're gonna get something out of them, cool. But if well, not, what for? I mean, he's stating the obvious. Right. The obvious is that Bert Baker is one of the faces of AEW. <laughs> she is. And if you're going to talk four pillars, she might she might be that, you know, that fourth pillar instead of MJF. So right. Absolutely. Arguably, she's got a case, man. No doubt about it. But Punk goes on to say, well, actually, he starts mocking MJF, saying was better than Roddy Piper in Portland. He said MJF isn't even as good as Piper was in the movie How Comes to Frogtown, which was pretty nicely put, actually. (laughs) The fans chanted something which Punk responded to by saying that he couldn't understand them, just like the Islanders don't understand how to put the puck in the net. He continued to mock the Islanders by saying their win over Ottawa Senators the night before was like them beating Cutie Marshall two weeks earlier. Mm-hmm. Punk goes on to, to compare the Long Island fans pulling for MJF to him and other Chicago fans cheering for Dennis Rodman. I'm not mad at you. I just feel a little bit sorry for you, he said. 
Punk spoke about wanting to be the next in line for an AEW championship match and assumed that MJF wanted the same thing. I'll keep going. And Punk said MJF stooped to a new low by threatening his dog, Larry, which is pretty dumb in many ways. Punk yeah. said Larry was has bigger balls than MJF. Punk oh, goes on. Oh, yeah, he probably does. Let's be honest. Punk then continues. He was having fun and took another jab at the Islanders by saying they haven't won anything since 84. Why does he keep going with the Islanders? I mean, come on, man. Because that's the heat. He's, he's, right, he's, in, but- he's, in, he's in the Islanders' hometown. He's, you know, the Islanders suck. Right. You know, most of the people that are there are going to be in that demographic to be New York Islander fans. So he's, you know, going with the cheap heat. Well, and, and to end it, man, Tim, this promo, he said they, they he said um he'd agree to it. Punk, sorry. He goes, Punk said he'd face MJF on the show, but he didn't think he'd agree to it. Punk told the fans that if they like MJF and he's their guy, then they're all chicken shit. I mean, there's some truth to that. No, not sure. really, but you know. Uh, Punk left the ring and stopped on the and stu- uh, stopped on the ramp and encouraged the fans to bring it. I mean, it was all right, but it was obvious. Yeah. I mean, he's only going to be a heel for this segment, like we were saying before. Right. And it had Bret Hart vibes all over it. Agreed. Agreed. So, it was cheap. It was cheap heat, dude. It, it was. It was, it was. It was. It was. It was cheap heat. But you know what? Next is what's brilliant, dude. The what's way that? the way MJF enters the fucking uh, the dynamite diamond ring battle royal. Like a, even though he's doing punk, right? In many ways, he reminded me of Jericho circa 97 or 96. Yes. Now, come on, baby. You know, the baby face. The baby it was weird face. Seeing, it, it was weird seeing MJF playing the baby face. Dude, it was weird. But you know what, man? I, I used to think he couldn't pull off the baby face run, right? For whatever reason, I kind of like this. And for whatever reason, he made me think, mate, just maybe he can be the baby face because I think. Yeah. He'd be a huge baby face in the future, bro. I think he could eventually. Um, MJF is, you know, Ben, Ben Hameen talks about this all the time, how, you know, the 10,000 hour rule, the kid's been acting since he was a kid, so on and so forth. So you are my sunshine after all. Right. That's (laughs) that's amazing. That's awesome. I I wonder if I can find that, but um, (laughs) you are my sunshine. I can't even give it justice, but you know what I mean? But that, that is, um, but I think MJF could do whatever the fuck he wants. He's that talented. Nah, for sure, man. I can't help but think he's so manufactured, though, man, from a young age. Possibly. I mean, think about it, man. I mean, he was on Rosie O'Donnell's fucking show from what? How old was he? Five? Not even? <sighs> he was young, so. man. Oh, wait a second. You know, I, I think I might actually have this. You should. Would, would, you, would you like me to play a little bit of MJF singing You Are My Sunshine? <laughs> Please be my guest. Here we go. <laughs> you want to sing us out to commercial? What? You want to sing us out to commercial? Okay. Go ahead. Sing you mean sing it? Sure. Sing it. It's MGF. Sing it right now? No, we're not. <laughs> two times? Or? Yeah, two times. Oh, my sunshine, my only <laughs> sunshine, you'll make me happy. God damn. My skies are gray. <laughs> How fucking over is that, dude? That is so over. But do me a favor, man. You got to hear the the remix of that that particular thing, bro. There's a remix? Bro, I I don't know if you're a fan of Max Caster, but if you watch this shit away from AEW, 
If you don't become a fan of his, bro, I'm telling you, look up You Are My Sunshine, Max Caster, please. And, and play it on the air. You have to, man. I, you got I, it. I it is to. the sickest remix you would ever fucking hear. When I say this and shit. It is Max Caster? Max Caster, dude. I'm telling you, you'll love this shit. Let me see if and I can find it. Please. I'm, I'll, I'll look for it, but I'm telling you, man, this is one of the greatest things. Is this, ever- is this, I'm, I'm finding here. Type You says, Are My Sunshine, Max Caster. But I did, and all that's coming up is Shook Crew. Yeah, yeah, that's him. That's his is little it? fucking. Has it got a picture of MJF in the sun? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Play yeah, what the song shit. Is it? Oh, you go. are my sunshine. You are my sunshine. <laughs> Would you like to do a little rendition of it now? Okay. All right. Take it away, Max. It kills it. You are my sunshine. <laughs> this is the remix. The remix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick, man. Tell me where you clip it. No, keep playing it. I love this shit. I think that's that's fantastic. That so is fantastic. So if you guys want to hear the whole thing, it's only two minutes, two and a half minutes long. It's Shukru, My Sunshine, MJF, Tribute, Heroic. Dude, I Phenomenal. came across Thank that. You. No, no worries, man. I came across that by total accident. And boy, was I happy that I fucking came across it, man, because that shit was making me laugh. That Just the way, I mean, how cool is the beat? Like, you are my sunshine. Who <laughs> would have thought, man? I'm a DJ myself, bro. But the fact that fucking whoever came up with that was Max Caster, obviously. Man, that's genius, man. Yeah, that's pretty fucking good, man. That is good, man. I you like know what? That. If he becomes a baby face, that should be his fucking theme. I'm talking about MJF. Could you imagine? <laughs> That'd be awesome. But you know what? Not many people know about it, man. About who? About Max? I bet, uh, no, no, about that track in particular. Well, we got to put it over. Absolutely. You got, you got, you got quite, a, quite a big audience here. I'm sure they'll share it. Shout outs to Max Caster for that, man. I mean, seriously. And Shook Ones. Was it Shook Ones? Shook Ones, called? yep. Right, like fucking Mob Deep. Yep. <laughs> well, shout outs to I them. Keep forgetting your, I keep forgetting you're a hip-hop guy. Yeah, dude. Come on, man. Are you serious? <laughs> Just because I'm from fucking down under, right? You know how serious I am? How serious, bro? No, I'm serious. I'm dead serious. <laughs> oh, shit, man. But let's move on to the fucking Diamond Ring Battle Royal. Let's do it. Well, man, I mean, it was a typical fucking Battle Royal. But what I don't right. understand, I, look, we're all expecting MJF to win this shit, right? Right. But what the fuck is Dante Martin doing fucking at the end too, bro? I mean, 
I mean, are you really hyped for that fucking match next week? Because I'm not. Be honest with you. It's one of the matches where I was like, all right, I know how this is going to go. Spot, 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 yeah. spot, spot. Absolutely. Everybody got the, and, and this is exactly how it went. Everybody got this shit in. You know, um, CM Punk coming in, making the save, so on and so forth. Uh, it was what it, I thought it would be. Baby faces uh, stand tall at the end. <laughs> Dude, the fact he was getting cheered the whole way through was kind of weird, man. But it was cool to see. But you know what, man? It only went for eight minutes and 15 seconds can you believe really sure yeah felt a lot longer longer. absolutely it really did man but there's not much to say other than mjf eliminating um wardlow Mm -hmm. was kind of funny to me but does that mean anything will happen between the two of them i think they're playing a long game oh they definitely are for sure with uh with wardlow um and i i think this is uh kind of something that Everybody's been on the same page with regarding Wardlow, and he is that diamond. Oh, fuck yes, bro. In, in the Absolutely. rough that they are little by little shining. Yeah. MJF is a perfect person for him to be with because Absolutely. if he can get the rub off of MJF, if he can learn from MJF how to how to work on the mic, because you know, here's the thing, and and, and I, I need to clarify something. You can be a lot of a lot of people that do these podcasts like to use the term, oh, he's a good worker. And you're talking about what he does in the ring. But if you talk to anybody who's actually in the business, a good worker necessarily doesn't have to be good in the ring. Absolutely. I mean, look at Hulk Hogan, dude, for that's, example. That's the right. example I was going to give you. Hulk Ultimate Hogan Warrior even. Is one of the greatest. Hulk Hogan is one of the greatest workers of all time. I want Absolutely. you to understand where I'm getting at. Absolutely. So, so if he can teach this kid Wardlow how to be a great worker, how to, how to, how to, you know, especially as a baby face, because, you know, it's so much easier to get heat than to get cheered. That's why oh, a lot of people no love doubt. playing the heel. Absolutely. My father was a heel. My father loved to be a bad guy because that was the opposite of who he was in real life. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, man, uh, this is the perfect person for him to learn, to sit under that learning tree. Um, MJF is great, man. He's a young kid, but he's, he's got years of experience as a worker. That's he was working crazy. Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. <laughs> he was, man. It's true. It's crazy. Oh. And and to be fair, I don't think there's another 20. He's 24 now, I believe. I don't think there's another 24-year-old nope. on his level, dude, anywhere near him. Bro, I would say there's not a lot of 30-year-olds, 40-year-olds on his level. <laughs> yeah, it's facts, dude. Whether you, you like know? him or hate him, the guy gets it, man. Or should I say the kid gets it? Yeah. He gets... Look, he's not the best worker in the ring. Like, let's be honest. But, it, man, he gets psychology... He, he he understands like placement, when to look at the cameras, yep. just everything, man. He, he just totally gets it, man. Agree, agree, absolutely. And sorry to drain you, man. If if you really want, we could do fucking the another half later on if you really need to, bro. What to drain the monkey? Nah, well, if you need to, I mean, you can check the chicken, uh, I'm, bro. I'm good. I can choke the chicken anytime. I can choke <laughs> the chicken right now while we're, we're live on air. Oh, are right. you still up for it though? I'm good, brother. We just run through this, man. We got this. Oh, that's sweet. No, as long as you're cool, I'm cool, man. I'm good. I got. I, I still got at least another hour before uh, I have to get to what I have to get to. Let's try is to blaze fair? this. That's fair, man. I mean, All this right. is going to be the longest skirmish, I think, in history Jesus <laughs> of Christ. the skirmish. No doubt now, about the it. Vet, the vet, if the vet's going to listen to this, which he might, because oh, the he vet will. does listen. So vet, vet always, <laughs> always, uh, always, uh, Jokes around that that we do the longest podcast ever. Uh-uh. 
I can do a long, you know, I used to do solo podcast for an hour and a half on onewrestling.com. Right. And I don't know how you do it, man, because I, I wish I could do that shit, but I just can't do it, man. Bro, you know what you got to do? What's that? You got you to gotta focus in on the camera and make believe you're talking to a room full of people. That's, that's it. a good way of putting it, man. I don't know. That's I'll, I'll play do. off people better, though, for me. That's just me, though. You know what I'm saying? But you're right, man. I used to have a character, the guy holding the camera, Carl. Really? <laughs> Carl the, but he was he never Carl. existed. Right. That's Carl the camera. And I used to have right. arguments with him going back and forth. <laughs> I used to I used to take my like I, I would take a pen. I'd be like, Carl, throw me a pen. No and I would have my I would have my hand, right? I would have my hand out of let me throw something. Ow, I just hit myself. Ow, I would have my I hand out of um out of view, and all of a sudden a pen would fly in. <laughs> That's cool, right? <laughs> and that was me throwing it to my like little things like that. So you know, it's all character work. You know, Ben was was talking to Aiden because Aiden is also interested in you know possibly one day going into the business. Which oh, I, I, can I, I, I can see that. Really, <laughs> I hope really. Not. I don't know. We'll see. Whatever he wants to do, I will support him. But. You know, Ben's like, yo, if you want to get really good at this, and this is to all you guys that are indie workers and, and guys that are or gr- girls that are looking to get into the wrestling business, stand in front of a mirror for a half an hour every day and have a conversation with yourself in character. Right. And you know Shoot what? Shoot a promo on yourself. Some of the best workers in the business actually used to do that. Rick Rude was one of them. And look at him. Yeah. One of yeah. the best ever, man, on the mic. No doubt about yeah, it, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. But um, I want to touch on, funny you bring up Ben and shout outs to Ben Hamin. Yalla to Bin. But uh, I figured out something. I don't know if I should say this on the air, but do you know why he's called Bin Hamin? Yeah. Do you think it's it's safe to share it over here or do we or do we uh, keep it kayfabe? Oh, I um, know. Would he care? Though, I think, I think he's I think he's put over how he took a little bit from, you know, from uh, Bin Laden. He right. took a little bit from Hitler. He took a little <laughs> yeah. bit from Stalin. Hold on. It gets better. I figured okay. it out, bro. It's like the Da Vinci yeah. code. Okay. All right. Think about this, all right? Is this now, confirmed? Is this, a, is this Meltzer, yeah, yeah, Meltzer spoke, reporting? I spoke to Ben. Like, we spoke. Did you speak to Dave Meltzer, though? Did you confirm it with him? Well, I didn't speak to, as he would say, oh. Meltzer Schmelzer, right? But uh, okay. But I spoke to the boss man himself, you know, okay. privately on, on Messenger. Sure. Just to confirm it. Now, get this. I was watching Narcos, all right? You know the show Narcos, right? And uh, the latest season, Narcos Mexico, right? And I couldn't help but notice. How do you say Benjamin in uh, Spanish, bro? Ah. Ah. See? Ding, ding, ding. Benjamin. Benjamin. Exactly. Yes. So I'll fucking message the boss. I message the boss man himself. I go, Ben, I know he's going to sound funny, right? But I know you shoot name. We all know you shoot name, right? Okay, but let me just get this, right? Did you call yourself Bin Hamin because of your shoot name? And then in Spanish, Benjamin is Ben Hamin because the J in Spanish is, you know, used as a H, right? Yeah. He goes, you're the only second person. He goes, yes, 100% facts. He goes, you're the second person to ever have figured it out. And I'm like, wow. Okay, that's fucking smart, bro. That is no. fucking beautifully done. Now I have to I have to ask you a question. What's that? Is it a worker working you? You can never put it past him because I swear to God, <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> you you go. law. If he did that to me, and if he didn't realize it, and he just went ding <laughs> in his head, 
Smart guy, I, dude. I swear to God, yeah, that's even better, dude. I swear to you. But I, I'm pretty sure he's pretty self-aware of it. You think? Come on. Like, he can't be working me. He can't. I can't. I, I, I will not confirm or deny. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's true. <laughs> Yalla to bin Hamin. But that's awesome, dude. That's great. Whatever it is, that was impressive. That really impressed me even more, man. I mean, the fact that this guy is not working for any of the major promotions, right, in, in terms of, like, you know, for fucking storylines and whatnot as a writer is a travesty. Get this guy. That's how smart he is. Just so you know I, that I give all my all on a podcast. I fucking injured myself. Damn, that dude. There? That's for God, the team. It. Damn, man. I'm, ble- I'm, ble- I'm, I'm bleeding the hard way. <laughs> I hit my hand on the fucking table. You probably heard that about a minute ago. Is that Jesus. how you did it? I heard it, but how the fuck did you do that? Well, when I went to reach for the for the pen gimmick, I smashed my my fist <laughs> into the corner of this wood table, which has a metal frame, which sucked. Damn, it's fine. Ray. I, I know you take one for the team, but I didn't mean literally fucking go hard way on us, dude. Come on now. God damn it. That's why well, you got to do what you got to do, brother. Well, what do we got next? Speaking of hard way, we got Jungle mm-hmm. Boy, Luchasaurus. Oh, yeah, exactly. And the Varsity Blondes, Brian Pillman Jr. and Griff Garrison, with Julia Hart, I might add, versus the acclaimed, my boy, Max Caster, and Anthony Bowens in 2.0. 2.0, should I say. Matt Lee and Jeff Parker, who I thought were New Yorkers, but these motherfuckers are from Montreal, bro. What the fuck? Are they? Yeah, they're Canadians, dude. Can you believe that shit? I, I, I can believe it. But don't they sound like New Yorkers to you, bro? A little bit. Uh, no, dude. Why What's going on? Do that? Dude. Doing what? What are you talking uh, about? <laughs> I mean, I mean, when this when this plays, like everybody bro, just, bro, it's just, just fucking amazing. Oh man, I don't know if you know this, man, but Chris does this to friggin' rib me. <laughs> Everyone knows I hate these goddamn songs. I listen to your show all. No, oh, clearly, <laughs> I fucking hate that song, it. man. I'll tell you now, I used to love that song back in the eighties, <laughs> right per se. But then once fucking Jungle Jack Perry, as Jay would say, and Hopefully he has a speedy recovery. Man, he ruined that track for me, bro. Did he? He did. He did, man. But anyway, fuck Jungle Boy. I used to love 90210 when I was young, right? So shout out to his old man. Did I I ruin this for you? That's it. It's it's a wrap, bro. No, oh, coming to the ring, <laughs> no. weighing in at 236 pounds from Melbourne, Australia. <laughs> Outback Jack, no. down kangaroo or tiny kangaroo down sport. Fuck, is tiny kangaroo down sport? <laughs> that was a much better effort, actually. Crikey, crikey, right? Crikey, crikey, crikey. Fuck that shit, man. That's your fucking your fucking dosa. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> well, let's, let's get past this. I'm sorry, bro. I'm no Ray Shoemaker, man. You know the deal. Oh, come on, dude. Don't get me started on fucking Puerto Rico now, bro. Nah, that, that, that's that's the uh what is it? The uh what's the show? Uh that with Ray Shoemaker again. Um the Who one is? you put I think you put me onto it. Which show was it again? Um oh god, why can I remember this now? Damn, why can I remember this shit now? Damn. Ray Shoe. Oh, I mean, Ray Shoe Smith. Ray Shoe Smith? I don't think I put you oh, on. Oh, it's the, the, the in between, man. 
Oh, yes. No. It's the in-between. Did, did between. I get you onto that? I thought you were already I, watching it, and I remember no, commenting about I, it. Was it? Oh, no. Yeah, dude. You know who got you into it? William Alicia, bro. Right. Because get this. He up? got me onto it. I didn't even know about the show, and it's from How my How good fucking, was that show? Bro, one of the best shows, man. So bro, shout you out know, to he follows Alicia. me on fucking Instagram. Get the fuck out of here. I swear to God. You go to my followers, Ray, the guy that played Ruth, <laughs> Ray Shoemaker, because I had put it over. On well, Instagram, I had yeah, and he retweeted it, it, didn't he? Retweeted, yes, I he saw that shit, bro. You're right. You're right, man. Dude, that is like I said. I don't know how the fuck I'm from Australia, right? Great how show. did I not know about my own fucking <laughs> my own show? But William Alicia, he's the one that actually texts me and goes, "Dude, have you been watching Mister In Between?" I'm like, "Mister Who?" And yeah, then he told me, he "Goes, Are you serious, dude?" Blah blah blah. And he told me about it, and I I gave it a shot, man. I'm gonna give and you a I show. Was hooked. I'm gonna give you a show to watch. Okay, tell and me, I've please. never watched this in my life. It's an American oh, show, though. So why are you telling me to watch it if you've never watched it? Well, I started watching it. I'm already okay. through a whole season in oh, less than a week. Okay, right. Oh yeah, shit. So is that good? It is. Um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Always sunny in Philadelphia. I don't believe I've even seen a lick of it, dude. Bro, really? The show started in 2005. It's that, 15 that seasons. It's 15 seasons. It's still going on with Danny DeVito. No, bro. It is. They leave it like this. The first episode of the first show, the first two or three seasons, they're still using flip phones. <laughs> That's awesome. Right. I'm telling you, dude, it What's is. It and when again? They hit two, it's always sunny in, in Philadelphia. Philly. If you have Hulu, you have Hulu where you are. Uh, yeah, but I don't I'm not currently subscribed to it. But yeah, I, we do. Well, if you have Hulu or if you but they have all 15 years of this show. And it's still going on. Wow. Have you heard of it, D? It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Never. It's got Danny DeVito in it. Oh, she has. Okay. Where have I been? But yeah. Okay. Yo, I'll look into it. What's it about exactly? It's about everything. Um, really? I'll just give you, I'll give you an example. Um, <laughs> two of the characters. I'll just give you an example of how I know you'll love this show. Two of the, two of the characters, um, they got fired from their job at the bar. That their yeah. best friend works at. So they started collecting unemployment. And huh. then they're like, oh shit, you know what? Then they started living off of the unemployment. They're like, wow, we're making more than we made at the bar, right? No shit. Damn. So then check this out. They discover welfare. Uh. <laughs> but in order to get welfare, they have to have some type of disability or something like that. Oh, is that so, how it works in the States? Something like that. Right. Or right. you have to have some type of medical thing or drug addiction. Right. Right. right? Or you just can't get a job. They start smoking crack. Oh no! Just to, to get fucking. Oh. <laughs> and then they get addicted to the crack. <laughs> Even or, Danny DeVito. No, he oh, he plays a whole different man. character. I would have popped now, for that one, bro. I'll yeah, give you yeah. one. I'll, I'll give you one more. There was one episode where this dude, where one of the main characters, falls in love with this chick right. who's obviously a dude. How do you know she's a dude? Now she's a she's a chick playing a, a chick. I get dick. you, right, right. But she wears these tight jeans where you could see the fucking. Uh. <laughs> so then his best friend is like, "Dude, what are you doing? It's a dude, Yuck, man." So then he looks up at his best friend. He's like, "Look, I'm playing the long game. She's gonna get it removed." <laughs> that type fucked. of that type of humor. So I really, oh, man. think it's something that you would enjoy. But yes, Mister In Between was the best. <laughs> Anyway, wrestling. I'll look into wrestling. that, right? Back wrestling. to wrestling. I have was, an hour. Less than an hour now. Yeah, well, this is on you, Ray. This is not on yeah, me. My you, bad. You took I'll it off here. I'll <laughs> shut up. We'll talk wrestling.
<laughs> We're making it seem like this AEW show was the shits, bro. But it wasn't. There wasn't. It was all right. It wasn't. Look, next week is where it's really at. Let's be honest, right? But uh, we'll, we'll see. But but anyway, look, there's not much to say here other than Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and the Varsity Blondes fucking beat fucking the acclaimed and 2.0 in what? I don't know. It doesn't even give me a time. So yeah, they win. It doesn't matter. Did we talk about where um, before the match before this, where um, MJF acted like he was going to save, save this dude in the ring. Oh yeah. 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 Then fucking yeah. Then he joined in, started beating him up. What the fuck? What the fuck? That was great. Yeah. Great. We can go back to that, but basically, um, what happened exactly it was eliminated all three men a short time later the match came down to MJF Dante Martin and Ricky Starks Martin eliminated Starks making him and MJF the match survivors do you think that anything will actually well after the match Starks attacks well, Martin right and MJF well, stood MJF, on the stage right yeah MJF is smart because he played the he played the crowd he worked the crowd to make them believe that he was going to be the baby face and make the save but no he did what any heel would do yeah he knows he's facing this guy next week. So he joined in and beat the shit out of the guy instead of saving him. That's brilliant. Fucking brilliant, dude. Bobby the Brain Heenan would be friggin' like proud of, yeah. of something like that. Cause I mean, seriously, that's what he calls smarts, ladies and gentlemen. And one of my favorite things was when Bobby the Brain Heenan used to talk crazy shit. And this is one of my favorite oh, soundbites. I use it all the Can time. You stop? <laughs> Absolutely. With yeah. Gorilla Monsoon saying that was trademark. Will you yes. stop? Let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Will you stop? Anyway, and well, you know what else used to get me, man? Will you be serious for a minute? And I'm not talking yes. about, and I'm not talking about Landstorm, right? I'm talking about Gorilla Monsoon talking yes. to, to Bobby the to Brain. Vince. Or was well, it Vince McMahon? Vince. But oh no, well, no, 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 no! It was, it was the Brain too, man. I think was it Jesse Ventura and McMahon oh yeah, yeah who could have been very just, underrated, very oh, extremely, dude. Even though Vince was like, oh, I don't know, you know, has a better, like, just say it was a high risk move, right? Right. He's going, oh, he's going over. You know, he started doing that. Vince was underrated, hear, dude. Vince was so good at working the people listening that I want you to realize something. Go back to any of his uh, play-by-plays when he did with Jesse Ventura. Vince McMahon never knew any of the moves. Yeah, I heard that. I've read that before, dude. Right. And and what he would do is, oh, he got hit with some some diabolical maneuver. Yeah. Or look at that maneuver. That's all he would fucking ever go back it's, and it's listen. It's common sense, dude, too. Like, he done so well to cover up that shit, bro. It's true, man. But you know what else was underrated? Vince McMahon and Roddy Piper. Like, in particular, oh, yes. uh, SummerSlam 1990, which, believe it or not, is actually one of my favorite pay-per-views of all time. I don't know great. why, but it really is. You know what I mean? It was a great pay-per-view, in my opinion. The double main event, Hogan, Earthquake, and Ravishing Rick Rude and Ultimate Warrior for the WWF title, man, in the cage. Yes. Great times, man. I mean, I'll, I'll do anything to turn back the clock to those days, bro. And yes, I was a Hulkamaniac growing up, just like every motherfucker out there was too, all right? Don't deny it. Who Don't was deny a Hulkamaniac, bro? I know, but now he's a racist motherfucker, remember? Is he? Apparently. I know. Let's be real. Let's just be real for a second. You know, shout out to all my black fucking brothers, man. It's nothing to do with race, but I just want to make it clear. Every fucker, well, the way he meant it, man, it was, you know, it sounds bad. Don't get me wrong. It really does oh, sound bad. real bad. It sounds bad. <laughs> and I don't know how to put this to make it seem. You probably normal. can't. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> All right. I can't. But the fact of the matter is 
Are you telling me? And, and shout out to A Track Black, right? Are you telling me like he would if? Ah, oh man, I don't know. It's hard. I don't. I don't. I'm trying to be careful. It's hard to put in context. <laughs> You're an don't asshole. Talk. <laughs> well, <laughs> let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> oh man, I can't do it. Look, the, look. The point is. Well, let me tell you something, brother. Hulk Hogan has been to the mountaintop, dude. He's lifted 5,000-pound giants over his head, brother, at the Superdome. I mean the Silver Dome, brother. What you gonna do, brother, when Hulkamania and these 24-inch pythons run wild on you? Hatcha! Hatcha! <laughs> that was gold. You know what, dude? You might do the better Hogan impersonation. Sorry, homeboy. You're good, bro, but I don't know if you're yeah, very good. Hogan. That was that was racist, sexist Hulk Hogan. Oh, oh, I see. You hustle about four or five years ago. Oh, really? Yeah, he was interesting. A guy there. Interesting, interesting. Well, and I'm a big fan of the PW Hustle. Shout outs to fucking everybody there, from uh, you know A Track Black to A Track Brown to the the professor himself, Travella Vera Cruz. Yes, sir. You know, look out for the professor's don't perspective. Forget the, don't forget the mask man and the mask man. I won't even mention his name because. You know what's funny, dude? Apparently, people don't realize who the masked man is. That's a shoot. Who is he? Well, I don't even know myself. So Nobody I guess that is true. Is. That is a shoot. That's true. Shout out to the masked man. But anyway. But let me tell you something. But let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> when Hulk Hogan was on the, on the telephone with that dude, dude, Hulk Hogan didn't know what he was saying, brother. Hulk Hogan was just talking to his son, dude. Hulk Hogan was just trying to support him, dude. <laughs> let me tell you something, brother. Hulkamania will run wild all over you, brother. It doesn't matter whether you're black, whether you're white, brother, whether you're green, brother. Hulkamania <laughs> is for all the kids, dude. So eat your vitamins, say your prayers, and, and bang a bunch of black chicks, brother. That's sad. That's sad. <laughs> And don't forget, also bang your friend's wife, brother. <laughs> Shit, that's the Bubba the Love Sponge, brother. When Hulk Hogan was on top of Bubba the Love Sponge's wife, dude, let me tell you something, dude. She got the 24 inch python, <laughs> brother. I mean, Hulk Hogan was running wild. Hacha, hacha. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> oh, that was great, man. Whoever that guy was, I mean, that was the Hulkster brother. Keep running in. I don't well, you you saved me there, dude, because, uh, yeah. Look, he was saying it out of the context of his fucking daughter, right? I mean, come on. There was a lot of black people that actually understood what he meant and not from the racial fucking way. Well, let me tell you something, brother. When Hulk Hogan had his little baby girl, brother, having this big seven-foot basketball player laying all over her brother let me tell you something dude hulk hogan wasn't over with that brother so let me tell you what you're gonna do brother when hulkamania and his daughter and her seven foot black boyfriend run wild on you (laughs) yeah man i mean oh man shout out to the hulkster brother i mean the the cockster the (laughs) cockster what you're talking about bro well well anyway um thank you so chaos Chaos. Chaos? Chaos. Apparently so there Taylor was chaos. Rocky Romero? No? No, not there? yet. Not yet. Um, oh. But we get Kingston who met up with Ortiz and they were attacked by Lee, Parker, and Garcia. Oh, shit. It is what it is. That but happened? It happened. It happened. But backstage, once again, we get FTR and Tully Blanchard cutting a promo and challenges the Lucha Brothers to face him on AEW Rampage for mm-hmm. the AEW World Tag Team Championships. What do you think of this, Ray? 
Hmm. FTR. FTR. I mean, you know, hmm. I mean, are they truly the world's best tag team? Like all hmm. the fucking Mark Tards out there actually claim they are. I don't think they're the best. Um, are they the smallest tag team out there? Might be. Might um, be. They are. They are the least charismatic tag team. Wow. And unfortunately, Tully Blanchard can't even get them over when it comes to uh, you know. Hey, I'll get one better. Tully Blanchard. Right? Let me tell you something. Tully Blanchard in his day was an incredible mic uh, mic cutter on the promo. Like he was fantastic. He was up there with Ric Flair. If he was six feet tall, <laughs> he, feels- he would have been. He would have been multi multi time world heavyweight champion i'm i'm serious definitely like behind flair the 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 best talker man and, and don't don't sleep on arn anderson back in the day no, as well. the enforcer absolutely don't sleep those on those brain busters either bro but let me tell you something brother um <laughs> i really do think that they are going to eventually win that title back oh for i don't sure, know if they're going to do it on rampage but you know why not it's be interesting well don't be surprised well, FTR, dude I have a question for FTR. What's that? I don't fucking know. Hold on. Where's, where's the question? Uh, Hulk. What is the question? What you gonna do? <laughs> when these 24 inch pride farms <laughs> run wild on you. Yeah, no, no shit. <laughs> well, Hulk is fucking taking over on, on the skirmish. That's for sure. Yeah, Hopefully it's not a skirmish after this episode. <laughs> commercial breaks and shit. <laughs> yeah. Look out All for over that. The place. You got to look out for fucking his. Too sweet iced tea, bro. Yeah, too sweet. I've never had that. Trust me, you you you'll pop to it, man. Guaranteed. Never gone to his beat. Never gone to his beat shop or anything like that. Hey, and there's also the real American hot dogs, brother. Oh, okay. When you put oh. mustard, red and yellow, <laughs> ketchup and mustard. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> bro. That's what I like on my hot dog. Oh, absolutely, bro. Me too, man. But you gotta add a little bit of cheese for me, man. Even onions, fuck it. Oh, I, I love said it. it. Do I- my hot dog, bro. I got fucking sauerkraut on that shit. Fucking <laughs> sauerkraut. What else do you have on there? Uh, yeah, sauerkraut. <laughs> um, what else we got? Uh, I got some. Uh, what do you call that shit? Uh, the fucking. Uh, oh God, it's like a uh, the cabbage. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, it's it's sauerkraut. sauerkraut. Not, that, That's sauerkraut. not sauerkraut. The other shit, the pickles. Uh, the pickle. Hey, pickles. Yeah, pickles. Oh, cucumbers. Sweet. Cucumbers. No, well, it's it's the gel, the jelly cucumber. Oh. The fucking um so a uh, sweet relish relish oh there we go there we go Da-dum. i put everything on my hot dog damn she said. yeah i was gonna say do you put fucking uh anyway we won't go there but um <laughs> can we stop talking penises or hot dogs that's even better mm-hmm. well speaking of penises and yes sir the next match is a bunch of dudes that i don't think even have penises dude i'm oh. just gonna say it you sure about that well, it's the Young oh, Bucks, Matt Jackson guys. and Nick Jackson <laughs> with Adam Cole, baby, right? And mm-hmm. mine and your favorite fucking cutlet, Brandon Cutler mm. versus Rocky Romero and Chuck Taylor with your favorite <clears throat> wrestler. Yes, he told me this off the air. Orange Cassidy, bro. That's my man. <laughs> That's your boy, bro. I'm not, yep. Hey, nothing wrong with that, Ray. Nothing wrong with that. But this fucking annoyed me, bro. I'm surprised with what happened. But, oh, no. Here we go. Yep. It's happening. <laughs> Hold on. They can't see what I'm oh. doing. You might want to describe that. I don't think you can see what you're doing, bro. <laughs> oh, I can see. I but can right see now, one. Big Ray Cassidy, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, I said it. He's currently putting his hands down his pants, not his pockets, <laughs> and giving his little doodle a thumbs up. 
Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you look like fucking uh, Richard Pryor, bro. Oh, you know what? <laughs> We're done here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you remind me of Richard Pryor there, bro. Like doing the, is, the, is the wife going to give us any heat for being on this? No, nah, she's laughing, actually, dude. She really? should be asleep right now. But- at, at my fa- I would be laughing, too, if I saw me. No, no, this is a good episode, oh. bro. This, this is fucking oh. comedy gold. But get this. If we What's went up? live, mm. <laughs> we would have been kicked off Bodbean over an okay, hour yeah. ago. Just so well, you know. You know, Podbean's, they know, they're not over with me. So <laughs> Oh, well, I know all about that. I man. have my own personal. <clears throat> Anywho. All right. Well, so what, what do you got here? Rocky Romero. Yeah, Rapungi 2K. Remember them in New Japan? I don't know if you care about Japanese wrestling. Or you probably don't. No, I, listen, again, people think that I don't watch wrestling from all over. I fuck with people, bro. I know everything about wait, Japanese wait, wait. wrestling. <laughs> Get that fuck out of here. You'd be surprised, bro. <laughs> I go my 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 extensive pro wrestling knowledge goes back to all Japan. Oh, oh absolutely. Hey, and those days were fucking great, man. I just want to yeah, quickly I'm, say people think that? that the Japanese fans now, or just in general. We're not quiet and just, you know, how they just clap and shit. Man, they mm. were fucking some of the rowdies, rowdy, man, the most rowdiest fans back in the day, dude, especially in all Japan. With Stan Hansen, you know, Bruiser Brody and shit like that. Man, yeah. these fans used to throw chairs in the ring. They used to be damn near riots, dude. Especially when Bro. Hawk and Animal used to come out. Man, as the Road Warriors, these motherfuckers, people would be. Russian him, dude. I, I remember Bruiser Brody uh, in all Japan just running through the crowd, yeah. swinging, swinging a chain, people running. <laughs> um, I was a fan of uh, Antonio Noki, uh, Jushin Thunder Liger. Oh, dude, Liger is uh, one of my favorites of all time. I got to see him in person back in 1990. Can you believe that? I didn't even know who the fuck he was yet because I was very you, young. I'm sure you know Masawa. Of course, Masawa, the original Tiger Mask, dude. The Jushin Thunder Liger, especially when he made his day, like when I started watching him over in WCW. Yeah, in the NWA back in the day. Absolutely, bro. Um, we can go on and on. So just, you know, don't assume that because I make fun of something that I may <laughs> not know exactly what it is. Wow. This is unbelievable, Ray. I mean, what's going on here, bro? You, you're telling. Are you don't sure? You don't-, the, don't forget about the, the, the great Sasuke. Oh, one of the legends, bro, of Japanese wrestling, the great Sasuke, Sasuke whatever you want to call him, Sasuke, Jinsei, whatever it is. Uh, Jinsei Suzaki. Yes. Uh, Masahiro Chono. What about Giant Baba? Masahiro Japanese Chono, bro. Come on. My hero, Masahiro Chono, bro. NWF for life. Giant, you said Giant Baba. When right. Had the match with the uh, great Andre Muda. the Giant over there. Absolutely. He actually, Giant Baba actually won the uh, WWF championship from... Uh, Bob Backlund, and it was uh, it was never recognized. It was never recognized. It was its own sort of title for Japan too at the time, man, or for all Japan in particular. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, man. I mean, Japanese. I, I, look, I love Japanese wrestling. I'm not going to lie. I'm a huge fan. As is Jago. You know what I mean? But back in the day, it was so much better, man. It really was in many ways. But you, dude, you're impressing me because I feel like we're getting a different Ray. What's what? going on over here, dude? I don't know. Well, anyway, talking about Japan, we uh, we get we get the Bucks absolutely looking like idiots in this match. It was a great match, but in the end, the young Bucks, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, beat Rocky Romero and Chuck Taylor in around about fifteen minutes and forty five seconds. But the best part is probably after the match, 
when Cole yes. joined the Bucks and attacking the baby faces, really Yuda, who I don't even know why he's even on this show, what ran is. out to help, but but the heels quickly put him down. Cole performed the Panama Sunrise, aka the Canadian Destroyer, mm-hmm. on Cassidy. The Bucks and Cole set for the BTE trigger, but they went to Rumpton. But guess who comes out, Ray? It's not the just minivan pulls up. The minivan pulls up, but it's not just my favorite mum. She's your favorite mum. It's Trent's mum. I don't know, man. Miss Mrs. Bagwell, God rest her soul. I know that's what it reminded me of, right? It, it does remind me of that too. Right. Yeah, it man. did it does. And that's cool. I'm all for it, man. I mean she was beloved, by the way. I've heard. I've heard, man. Mrs. Bagwell was very <laughs> loved by, by the boys. With the last name, <laughs> with the last name like Bagwell. I mean, come on. What did she I hate more, about it? She was more over than her than her son. Uh now, Ray, I don't want to get too like deep. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. What do That's you what really mean? Yeah. What do you really mean by over, bro? No, she was, she was, you know, over. You know what I mean? That's what she said. <laughs> or he yeah. said. Oh, he said. That's true. I mean, uh, I, no, she's, she's just, everybody loved her. She was a mom. Right. She was a mom backstage. So I've Thank heard you. that even from Canyon, man. And rest in peace to him, too. I mean, who better than yeah, Canyon? Man. Nobody better than Canyon. Maybe, maybe Brian Cage. Who better than Brian Cage? I don't well, know. Brian Cage is, uh, uh, what's it called? His teacher was fucking Kenyon. Yes, he was. That's why he got who better than who better than Brian Cage. Right. Absolutely, man. Hello. Absolutely. Hello. Well, Trent's but, mom, uh, I, I, I'm sorry. I did pop for Trent Beretta. He looked fantastic. He by the fucking way. Very did. Lean. He absolutely did. Absolutely, man. Lean, tan, ready to go. His mom looked beautiful and happy. You know, she God bless did. her. She really did. And you know yeah, what's fucked up, Dan? My fucking battery just died. How's for that for what, fucking phone? timing? For my phone. I was just looking at the the rundown, and now my battery's died, but that's okay. Sorry. That's I got the right. rundown here. Can you can you just help me out of here for a little bit? Oh, I got it right well, here, bro. <laughs> I didn't even realize. All right. So anyway, so we got, uh, let me see. We got the Young Bucks. Uh, so we went past that. Right. <clears throat> let me see. All right. So next up, after going to break. Oh, no, wait. Hold on one second. We have All Ego, Ethan Page. All right. So we have this. Oh, yes. Right. No, no. Actually, before that. We have Ruby Soho backstage. She's being interviewed, uh, but the Bunny and Penelope Ford, they both uh, roll up and they they want to wow. answer a couple of questions. Bunny says that Nyla Rose said once she wins the TBS championship, that dude, um, Nyla Rose, they will be first in line for title shots. And then when this is all happening, then, you know, Nyla Rose comes out and says, surprise, bitch, you know, with a manly <laughs> voice, you know, knocks her over <laughs> with his penis. No yeah, with his penis and then runs off. And then the, the, uh, I forgot who the two young ladies, I think it was Tay Conte and Anna Jay. Yep. They come in to make the save with steel chairs. Um, what did you think of this? Well, let me tell you something, brother. Brother. <laughs> First of all, I don't know if you know this, and I'll give you a little bit of trivia before we continue on. And I like this because now we've swapped roles right now, which is cool. Shoot. You know yeah, what? I'll, I'll, I'll run the show like that, and you, I'll throw it to you. How do you like that? Sounds like a plan. The hey, there you go. It. Let's do it. Let's do it, brother. But uh, I just want to, yeah, I just want to point out one thing. Did you know, do you think Nyla Rose is gay? No. Believe it or not, she's not gay. No, she like he, he, he likes women. He actually Only. likes, he goes, no, he goes yeah. both ways. He, uh, he likes women ways. more. But he actually, and I, and I quoted him saying that. Yes, I said him. Because that's what the he's, fuck he is, all right? I didn't give uh, a fuck. He really is him. She, he, she, she's bisexual. Yes, she's bi- shim shim bisexual. Shim is shim is bi- shim be bisexual man. <laughs> Are we Jamaican now? Shim bisexual Jamaican. man. Yeah, bump a yeah. pop, pop, pop. <laughs> Anyway, it's, it, no 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 no. It's block block block. 
Brass collide. Nice. Anyway, back to reality. Yeah, this yeah, motherfucker man. is, you know, this is why I don't like Shim being in the ring with a bunch of females, dude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just, I don't know, oh, man. Yeah. I, don't I, know, get, I don't like it either. I've already, look. I know, I've heard, you, I've heard me, you say that, right? I know, anybody I know listens that. to me knows I'm not a fan of fucking Nyla Rose. This dude couldn't get over as a guy. All right. He tried. And then <laughs> did he, he strapped, he did, strapped on a couple, right. strapped on a couple of tits and, you know. And off to the races, bro. Off. You took the words out of my <laughs> oh, goddamn really? mouth. Sorry, man. <laughs> it's fine. That's what it was. Um, let's move on. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you how to really speed through a show. Let's do it, bro. Sammy Guevara is interviewed by Tony Schiavone backstage, but then uh, before he can say anything, Cody Rhodes comes out all scarred up from being burned by that table of death. That was bad, you know, dude. That was pretty bad. That, was that looked bad. legit. That wasn't a work. That was legit, bro. That wasn't no, makeup, right? No, he's pretty. Oh, he's pretty all fucked up. But with all that being said, um. He comes and he fucking whispers into the ear of Sammy Guevara and he says, good luck, kid, because he's going to be challenging for the, the TNT championship. What do you feel? How do you feel about that, man? Fucking Cody, bro. First of all, I just want to say thank God for Ethan Page and Scorpio oh, yeah. Sky. They were but up you, in the rafters. Right. But you could tell what they were really trying to do. They were trying to take away the heat from Cody because he's getting booed straight out of the fucking building. Was right? he? Yeah, he was. But you know what, man? It didn't. It doesn't make a difference because people were cheering for Ethan Page anyway, dude. You know, what Cody reminds me of. <laughs> Who's that? And his name is John Cena. Oh no! <laughs> John Cena. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's there's some truth to it. Trying truth. to be a baby face. People just fucking hate everything he does because except he's a one. John Cena didn't have that go-away heat like Cody does, though. Sure, they were booing him out of the you building. So? He, at one point, all right, he might have, right? But he, uh, he was that good Cena that he sort of turned the tide in many ways, you know what I mean, and played up on it. Because Cody truly believes he's the nicest motherfucker on this planet. Dude, he's all fucking – I mean, think about it, dude. He's got a black wife. Oh, yeah. Which which she's beautiful, no doubt about it. But fuck, I yeah. can't stand her, bro. Straight up, right? No, I can't stand her either. <laughs> but she's hot, no doubt about it. He's got a half black, half Latin. Why? Hey, he's half Cuban, bro. Did you know that? Ooh, Cody. Rose? Yeah, sure, man. Why not? why not? So you know, his he's mom was all- his mom was Cuban, right? So he's all inclusive, dude. He's all inclusive, Cody Rhodes, and he doesn't understand why the people hate his fucking guts. I'm telling you, dude. He legitly doesn't understand. Why people hate him if he doesn't get it? I mean, look at the tattoo on his fucking neck. Wow. I mean, come on. Wouldn't it be funny if after all these years he, he finally just rubs it off and says it's a work? Oh, it's something <laughs> that he just he just puts on before every show. I'm just saying that would impress I mean, me. I'll give him that. I mean, and talking about haters, I mean, we did have Jamie Hater versus Rio. You mean Ray Mysterio circa 95? Bro, let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something, brother. Rio goes over here, right? Right. She hits the old, uh, what is it, like an av- what would you call it, avalanche crucifix, some shit yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, some like that. Something that's driver. Anyway, um, <laughs> bro, there is no way in reality that this little stick figure would ever <laughs> go over on this girl. Am I wrong? No, you're right, man. I mean, look at the size difference, bro. Come on. I mean, Jamie Hayes is she, she's so, bigger than Rio. Can, can you explain to me why Rio is so over with the crowd? Seriously, I don't know. Like I, 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 I'm, I'm fucking serious. I'm like, 
and the reverb. I like it. I mean, yeah. hey, look, I don't know. That's a good question. I, look, I don't hate Rio. I really don't hate her. I don't hate her either. Right. But, but I just yeah. don't, I don't get it. I, 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 I really don't get it either. I'll be honest with you. I, I don't know. Maybe because she's a nice girl, I assume. You know, she's your typical white meat. Like, I mean, white, white meat, baby facing many ways, right. bro. And I guess that's what it is. Uh, well, because of that, because she's so beloved by the AEW marks, Britt Baker coming out and putting her in the lockjaw really got her that heat that she needed. Did you like Absolutely. that? I did. I actually did. But where are we going with this? Are we going to get Riho possibly beating Dr. DMD? They're going to build this kid up, Rio, but I don't think she's going to be the one to take the title off. Of no, I, I don't think so either, bro. No, no. DMD, she's going to hold that belt for a while, I think. I think Thunder Rosa should be the one that actually does take it off her, man. A thousand percent. A hundred thousand percent. I agree. But um, but listen, man, before we get into a whole commentary thing about them hyping over Rampage for this week, right. we have Taz. We have Taz who has a very huge, not a big, a huge announcement. He says that uh he says that Leo Rush and Dante Martin might have might have swerved him, but on Friday, they'll send Hook. Right. Hook. In against Fuego del Sol Whoa. in his ring debut. No way, dude. How do you feel about Mr. Hook? <laughs> I feel like Mr. Hook is going to hook <laughs> Fuego fucking, what's his name again? Del Sol. Del Sol. He's going to get it's his soul f- taken away from him. That is the, f- that is the fire. He's the fire of the, of the sun. sun. Exactly. Yes. I knew that. <laughs> Fuego del Sol. <laughs> Or is it Fuego de Sol in my pants? In my pantalones. What if Hook is just the greatest wrestler of all time? <laughs> I'll laugh my ass off. <clears throat> what if he's up. like fucking incredible? Damn, what about if he's a Kurt Angle 2.0, bro? Mm. <laughs> I like it a lot. I like it so much. <laughs> Yo, is it cold in here? Or is it hot in here, bro? Because I've got ants in my pants talking about Hook, bro. It's fucking cold in here because, I, I, you know, they, they keep talking about winter. Coming. Oh, yes, yes. I believe it's winter is coming next week. We have a, we have a, a video package with uh, Hidako Shida Hi. <laughs> and Serena Deeb. She's going to be facing Serena Deeb. Uh, Tony Savano. Tony Savano. Tony, <laughs> Tony Shivani interviews the Varsity Blondes, but the lights go out before they can answer. And who in comes it? Malik, Malachi Black with a facial. <laughs> on Julia Hart, she gets it all over her face. She's just oh. blinded by this, this salt, this salty stuff shot in her <laughs> in her that eyeballs. Was, damn, did you like was, this? I liked it a lot. <laughs> you like this? Is the wife popping right now? Uh, oh, the wife is. Uh, she's wet with glee, bro. No, she's not. She's about to stab <laughs> you right in the fucking throat. <laughs> yeah, she just gave me the look. Well, she did just come out of the shower not long ago, so I mean, I'm not lying. And all we're talking about is somebody getting the, the, the facial. Unbelievable. So <laughs> well, what would you think about this, man? I thought Bukaki straight off the bat. Bro. Uh, of course you did. That's <laughs> that's what I thought. I thought that I like that, but I can't help but notice that, you know, I call Malachi Black Malaka Black because in many ways ah. he's, he's a fucking Malaka. Yes, I said it. <sighs> fucking Malaka. Yes. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. But nah, what? I am uh, a fan of his. I am a fan of his. And I do like the oh. fact that he fucking Bukaki'd all over Julia Hart, dude. Do you I'm like not gonna that? Lie. I'm not going to lie. It was very sexual. <laughs> it was a little sexual. Um, She's worthless. 
She is. I was going to tell you right now. I mean, she's look at just, it. He sped all over it, bro. She's a waste of space. I don't know why <laughs> she's... I'm, I'm being serious. I don't know why she's there. Um, I, I... Those varsity blondes need to be bad Damn. guys. Dude, I thought... See, Griff Garrison, I think, has got a lot of potential, dude. I'll tell you why. I think he's a throwback to that 80s white meat babyface style of wrestler, man. I think he can be a good babyface, but let's be real here. What happened with him and MJF? <laughs> That's it. He's done, bro. Uh, you can never recover from that shit, bro. No. Metheny, like, really? That was awesome. <laughs> Metheny, bro. And how terrible, how terrible is it that they got all that heat for nothing? For nothing, bro. Because it just, it just moved on. You get this, though. He sat there like a goose and didn't even do anything about it, really, bro. Where was the heat? And you know what? TK had the, this is a book of the year shit, bro. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. But he went out, he went on fucking busted open radio with LaGreca and Mark Henry and Big Bubba, whatever. I'm talking about Bubba Ray Dudley. And came out and said that, yeah, we're getting fucking uh, Brian Pimmel Jr. over, bro, by, do what, by doing what MJF did. And then after that, I didn't see him for like three weeks, four weeks. You want some, you want some fucking breaking news, something that's going to fucking shatter the internet break right me, now? Break me, break me now, Are you ready? Here we go. I'm ready. Pillman Jr. is not that good. Oh, he's not, actually. He's too much like Metheny and not his father, bro. He's not that good. I'm sorry, he's guys. Not, he looks not. just like his dad and everything. No, he does. That's true. He might wrestle a little like his dad. Not really. Come on. But he ain't got that. He, he doesn't. He's not a worker. Do you understand the difference, guys? No, he's definitely not a worker. He does not get it, bro. He does not know when to look at the hard cam- camera. Doesn't get psychology. Heck, this guy sucks, bro. He's not good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all you people that love this kid. They want him to succeed. I can't wait for Chris Benoit Jr. to come out. Dude, man, you know what? I I spoke to, uh, you know, our friend that uh, interviewed him. I don't know if I should give him a plug. Not that he needs it. Should we give him a plug? I I don't care. Oh, fuck him. It doesn't matter. But anyway, some guy he interviewed him. Right. Some guy interviewed him. He's pretty popular. You know what I mean? On YouTube and all your podcasts out there. But anyway, I spoke to him off, off the uh, in private, which I was surprised. So I didn't think he was actually going to fucking reply to me, but he did in a private message. Okay. And we're well, speaking <laughs> of, I praised him for that interview, man, because let's be real. It was a good interview. True. I mean, it was pretty insight, insightful. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. But, but man, besides the point, he feels like he'll never be able to get in the business. I think he will never be able to get into business. And third, I'm going to fucking be controversial here, Ray. But he looks like a retarded version of his dad, bro. Let's be real. Wow. I wow. said it. I said it. Wow. I said you it. know, I, I, I'm going to have to throw this one in there. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It's true, bro. I mean, no, that, I, I gotta be honest, man. Saying that, it's, it's yeah, I know. Well, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> See, you gotta get one of these fucking. I told you, man. I'm gonna help you out, bro. You gotta get one of these soundboards. They're fucking oh, incredible. You didn't just do that, bro. But thank yeah, you for the chop out, man. That's all we say down here. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, the chop out, a ch- chop out, mate. Chop out. What, what, what's the chop out? Chop well, out. basically, you're doing me a favor, bro. That's what a chop out is <clears throat> in Australian gotcha. slang. Got gotcha. me. You feel me, bro? Gotcha. I feel you, son. <laughs> there we go. But up, yeah. 
See, then now you learn things every day. But come on, just be honest, man. Is he not? Yeah, he's not. He's, I don't know. I, I you know, it's going to be really hard <clears throat> with that last name to get in the business. I mean, um, why do you come out as Benoit instead as Benoit? Nah, man, here's the deal, man. <clears throat> here's the problem. I mean, I'm going to take a quick sip of this. Stand by. Mm. Take a sip, my man. You're sipping that like you loved it, bro. Good shit. Here's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Here, 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 here is the problem with, with Chris Benoit. He looks too much like his dad. Mm-hmm. So every time, I'm going to hit the cough button. <laughs> every time you see his face, you're going to think of his dad and the murders and the suicide. Yeah, that's true, man. And I'm being serious now. And uh, it's not going to work. It's just not going to work. I mean, Tamina took the snooker name off. Right. right. Ron Breaker. Ron Breaker is not going by Steiner. And it's not because, you know, his, his you know uncle and dad killed anybody, but they had a ton of heat with WWE. Scott in particular. I mean, the big bad booty nephew, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> and and they, I think I think they're softening on that. They are. It seems like it. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. But, um, yeah, I, I'm telling you, bro, it's like this kid is... Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think he's ever going to get into wrestling business. No, but speaking I'm sorry. of business, speaking of business, we have some business to attend. What's that? With the main event of the evening. Oh, wow. We're here already. We are? Yes, we are. That's, impo- that's, that's impossible, bro. How did we end up here already in about three and a half hours? Well, because <laughs> I, I fucking sped through. Well, actually, we, we, went, we went past everything we had to go through. <laughs> I see that. So, you know, you have to, you know, you got to compromise. You got to move shit along. Right. Anyway. Absolutely. But it is the main event of the evening. We have uh, Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson. Is that Brian Danielson now? Is that what we call him? Uh, apparently so, yes. Is he the American Dragon? He's the American Dragoon, yes. All right. So we got <laughs> the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. Dickhead Dan. <laughs> Versus... The Dark Orders, John Silver. Damn. I, I love really that. I this kid. I really, really, really. There's something lovable about John Silver, but this kid has T-Rex arms. <laughs> well, I hate to break it to you, my man, but have you, do, you, do you ever watch Being the Elite ever? I know you probably don't, but. Fuck no. Well, if you did, Ray, you'd find out that Johnny Hungy. He's hungry for a bit of, uh, yeah. Penis? He actually, no, really. He oh. he goes around wanting to suck his the Dark Order's dicks. Like literally? Literally. I'm not kidding. On, <laughs> you think I'm on the show? On the show. That's I'm just thing? saying, bro. I'm telling you. It was a thing about a year ago. I don't know if he still is now. I haven't been watching it. But he's hungry, all right. Well, Johnny, Johnny, I have a question, my friend, what? for you. <laughs> Why are you gay? Who says I'm gay? I, I, I like you uh, gay. <laughs> no, you're gay. Anyway. <laughs> gay! Sorry. Who was that? that? You said that. You said that. I don't know, dude. So um, just let me just run through this really quickly. So Johnny Hungry actually goes out um, after, after the gotch pile driver. Which was cool. Which was cool. He rolled him over into this uh, this submission, yeah. 
and he, Johnny Hungy passes out. <laughs> yeah, because he's a warrior, brother. So who's next? You got Uno. Right? Uno will you be the Uno. last one other than, well, he's got but, Hangman no. next week, dude. What about Cabana? He already destroyed Cabana. Uh, That's right. The Angels. He destroyed him the week last week. What about number 10? Oh, he beat number 10. No. What, what about minus 10. one? Oh, he should beat that kid. Oh, to death. that's hate, bro. That's hate. Wait, right I should there. have said that. That, that came out wrong. <laughs> I have hate. so much respect for his dad. But that would be great if he just kicks that kid right in the throat. Oh, dude. Speaking of great, did you watch Papa Don's debut in AEW by any chance? I sure did. Did you see at the end of the match? Speaking of minus one. <laughs> I, I told him I told GGP straight up I'm like bro right. I loved everything about your match but that ending dude he bro. fucking threw you out like yesterday's trash I clipped like, that and I tweeted <laughs> him oh fuck yeah bro I did I this shit him. privately not fucking publicly oh, bro. I did Come it on. fucking so public bro I, oh. when this kid's just kicking him outside the ring was fantastic <laughs> like, like trash bro that was like, a fl- like you know you know you know when you <laughs> you know when you get the fucking uh, what do you call those things that you order that Greeks like to eat the fucking sovlaki, not the sovlaki, the gyros, uh, bro. The gyros, the gyros yeah. Right. The gyros, you get his gyros and you fucking put too much tiki, you know, the too much the tiki, tiki, bro. The tiki, the tiki, the tiki, yeah, the tiki sauce, and you get the and then you know, so, a, a fucking bird shits in it, and just <laughs> throw it away. That was that was Papa Don, damn, bro. He, he was a gyro with bird shit in it, <sighs> anyway. just quietly, but anyway. Before you continue, you got to see MJF's promo to Papa Don. That's gold too, bro. I will see that. <laughs> it's I, pretty good. I, I will. Where is that at? It's on YouTube, actually, bro. Uh, no. they, yeah, man. There was a match between MJF and Greek got Papa Don, but the promo leading up to the match is gold. I gotta I gotta see if I can find this. Greek God Papa Don. And there's a promo before this. Yeah, yeah. I, MJF promo oh. on GGP. Type that, here we, please. Here Play we go. Even. Here you go. Here we go. June 9th at Five Borough Wrestling, it's going to be me, MJF, versus the Greek god Papa Don. And I'm sure you're asking yourself, MJF, what are you doing at a playground? Well, I am using this to show you people where I was when the Greek god Papa Don was already three years into his career. <laughs> Get it? Because he's old. <laughs> No, but seriously, listen, Greek God, you're good. Hell, you're great. Everyone on the East Coast knows damn well who you are. And your name will forever be in the annals of time as far as independent wrestling goes. I mean, there is a reason why everyone who is anyone on the East Coast has gone toe to toe with the Greek God. And I guess, I guess I'm next, but listen. Pop it up. Pop. Your time's kind of up, man. You've done everything you possibly could do in New York. I mean, you've done everything you possibly could do in wrestling in general. So I guess take this as a, a favor because I feel like it's time for the God to stop pretending he's immortal. My name is Maxwell Jacob Friedman, and I'm better than you. This thing's actually kind of fun. And you know. That is fantastic. He took he, he was actually quite like good on him, man. He didn't give him too much shit. He actually gave him a lot of respect in many ways. But yeah, man, Amazon I mean it's true. Oh, 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 hold on. Sorry about oh, that. Oh, shout out to Amazon. 
It's all my good. Wife, my, my wife has asked me, why haven't I heard for you the last three hours? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it's true what he said. Everybody's wrestled. Who's who's wrestled Papa Don? Let's be real, man. From Samoa Joe to fucking Adam Cole, Bebe to MJ. Hold, hold on, hold on one second. I haven't messaged you because I've been on this podcast live with Jimmy <laughs> T for the last two and a half, maybe three hours. And I am texting you from my Apple phone, my love, period. I'm almost done here. LOL. <laughs> Actually, we are. And yeah, like I said, we, we're nearly getting to four hours, right? These are records, but this, this will never be broken, bro. You don't think so? I don't think so, bro. I don't think so. Unless it's you, you and I to, again. When you put it, when you put it uh, in the gimmick, like when you put the gimmick description in, you have to record-breaking four-hour podcast. <laughs> you know, we talk about bullshit for like an hour and a half, and then then we talk some wrestling. Then we talk bullshit. Again. You got to really put it over. Like, make oh it like fuck a big it! Deal. No, I I do think this episode will be a lot more over than you actually think, bro. Let's see. We'll hope. Why? Well, I I truly believe that. But it's a fucking marathon, not a sprint. Just like people say, right? Yeah, my, my balls wall. are numb. My balls are numb for sitting so long right now. <laughs> well, go get them drained, my friend. Because my Oof. balls are actually fucking feeling cold right now. I won't lie too. But anyway. Jesus Christ. Let, let's move on from the pillow talk, bro. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Well, I mean, we're done here. We got the main event. Oh, so I want to ask you a question. This is where I want to kind of end the podcast with. So right. we have Adam, we have Adam Page, the hangman. Yes. Who makes who makes a save on Danny O'Brien after you know he wants to keep beating up on uh, on Johnny Hunky. Right. And um I gotta tell you something, guys. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it this way, Jimmy. Definitely. You know when you you know when you're really fucking hungry, <laughs> you know. And I'm serious. You're really fucking hungry, and you're walking around. Me, I'm walking around the streets of New York, and I stop by this. Ah, it's a fucking pizza shop. Never been there before. You know, I know what good pizza tastes like. And you go in there and you order a pizza, and it tastes like shit. <laughs> yeah, I hate that, the, man. Yeah, and it just doesn't satisfy you, and it's not good enough. The worst, bro. You know what that is. <laughs> What's that? That is the hangman's title run. <laughs> oh, yes. I can't believe we haven't spoken about that. You're totally Bro, right. I, I agree you, with you, man. You all got exactly what you wanted. And then when you realized that Adam Page may be a good wrestler, but he's not a great worker. He guess what, guys? He ain't getting over as the world champion. So with that being said, a great worker like Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson whatever the fuck you want to call him is going to win that title. Uh, That's I'm going praying. to happen. I'm praying, dude. I hope so. It's going to happen. Just saying. Well, this, this, this fucking make I mean, we could go on about hangman. Everyone knows how I feel about it. And I totally agree with you. So in saying that, bro, this fucking, yes, this, this fucking wrap it up and please Ray, tell yeah. them where they can find you, my man. Can, can, I, can I do? No, I'm not going to play the, the, the play out music like I usually do on the NXT. Can if you but, like. Um, that's, that's fine, man. Go for uh, it. I'm not going to do that. It's going to sound kind of kind of cheap. Oh, shit. Music's oh. playing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> w so anyway, ladies and gentlemen, listen. <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure doing this show here with my main man from Melbourne, Australia, Jimmy T. Hey, you said it well, bro. Melbourne. Thank you, Melbourne. Uh, <laughs> where Ray, Ray Shoesmith was from. But anyway. <laughs> I got to put over my 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 tag team partner to uh, follow him, the vet at Jamie yes. Vet Williams. Oh, you know I had the gimmick down. I'm so sorry. Let's play that. 
once again, just being that vet, man, just, just doing what vets do. And, uh, you know, he is a, a Rip Rogers guy, or as I put it, a Rip Rogers guy. <laughs> uh, follow him at Opinion Haver. Uh, we do uh, the Next Level Wrestling Review, which is uh, an awesome show to you. We new listeners that know we're live every single Wednesday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Hami Media Group's YouTube page. Or you can follow me on, on social media at Raymond Big Ray Hernandez. Actually, it's at Ray. I'm sorry. It's at. Oh, my God. It's at Big Ray Hernandez on Twitter and Instagram. It's at Big Ray Hernandez on Twitter and Instagram. And on Facebook, I am at Raymond Big Ray Hernandez. Come follow us over. Go head over to Hami Media. Search the Hami Media Discussion Group. Join the page. I always put the link up there, guys. You know, you can do that. Okay, guys, and you can follow us and you'll know exactly when the show is going to come on. I want you guys to watch live. Join the chat. It is amazing. The vet is amazing. And I wanted to thank Jimmy T. I wanted to thank Chris Ams, who is an FBI FBI agent. We know this. We know what you're doing, Chris. Don't fuck with it. Don't don't work with it, okay? <laughs> it's been fucking awesome, man. Uh, this record-breaking, ground-shaking, baby-making podcast. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I always say I would do this for a living, but if I couldn't, I'd do it anyway. Why? Because I love talking pro wrestling and I love talking to you guys out there in internet land. Thank you, Jimmy T, for having me on. This has been fucking awesome. Absolutely, man. It's been a pleasure, my man. And man, like I said, you're more than welcome to come onto my show whenever you want, dude. You don't even have to tell me. You just come straight in, man. That's what she said. That's what she said. But in saying that, man, Follow us at the PWC network.popping.com or should I say subscribe? Also subscribe at atmarkmedia.com. That's a freaking tongue twister, Ray. I'm not going to lie because at markmedia.com. At markmedia.com. Right. But most importantly, also PW Hustle Networks.podbean.com where you also find this great show. And follow Hamin Media Group, man, too. I'm sorry, I got to put over. I have to put over the glorious, magnanimous, effervescent Professor Chalbera Cruz, him, Tommy Wonder. They are doing a fantastic throwback podcast, which I produce for the PW Hustle. It is the Pro Wrestling Reflection. They're going to be talking some old WWF TV from the Los Angeles arena. That's going to be awesome. That's going to be on this weekend, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, We're recording this 12-9-2021 now. They are going to be joined by the incomparable, the prodigal one, JB. He is going to be on this podcast. He hasn't been on the podcast for a long time. So he's going to be on it. So please, guys, subscribe to the PW Hustle Networks. That's with an S at the end. PW Hustle Networks on Podbean or anywhere you listen to your podcast on any podcatcher. It is fucking great content. Of course, you got the PW Hustle show with A-Track Brown, the masked man. It, it's just the best, guys. So please do that. I'm sorry I didn't put that over before, but I know we got to get out of here. No, that's cool, man. That doesn't matter. But like I was saying, man, I was going to say one more thing quickly. Follow me at DJ Massifix on Twitter and at the PWC Network. But in saying that, I'm Jimmy T. He's Big Ray Hernandez, and you've been listening to the PWC Wednesday Night Skirmish right here on the PWC Network, Amark Media, and the PW Hustle. Peace. Peace out, yo. And whoa, baby. <laughs>
corner, real. Got it. Oh! Dragon suplex, she stuck Jamie Hayter! Whoa, 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 whoa! That's hard to do. She never, she, me and Rio, never clasped her hands on that throw because of the size of shoulder power. It was a desperation, not kick out, but a rollout that time by Hayter. Just had her left shoulder and turned it to the right. A hell of a suplex. Now she's maybe going Northern Light suplex. We've seen Riho use that Northern Lights before, but Hater gets low. Yeah, oh. wide vertical base. Oh, oh my sheer God. drop. Great That Buster. is it. Gotta One, be it. Two. No! Wow, how tough is Riho? Uh, the kid just won't stay down, will she? Holy smokes! Ooh, she dropped a run on a run on a beam, man. And you see Riho with those shoulders. Oh, oh my God. God! Oh my God! That broke her back! The backbreaker! And Riho again Jeez. kicks out! Jesus! Gotta be one of the more relentless. Let's take a look at the replay as that single leg crabs apply. Let's watch this backbreaker, guys. Let's take a look. Wow. Oh, oh my god, mighty. And now inside the ring, Jamie Hayter with the single leg crab. You can see Riho, she's kind of turning her hips to, to alleviate the pressure. That's exactly what she's trying to do. Turn into your opponent. Hayter's like, why won't this girl yeah. quit? You can see the desperation in Hayter's face right there. Single leg crab is to make a really tough hole to get out of. Nice roll through it all. Just Riho. counter and counter. Goes over the top. Rolls up Hater. Two. No, Hater. Kicking out. Riho has weathered so much punishment. The high boot. Jamie Hater charges in. Riho. Oh, leaping knee strike. Her perseverance is amazing. And now Riho. Maybe look for the Manjikatami. No. Oh, oh my God. very nearly scored the victory with that code red. She thought she was out of it. Look at the face of the doc. Oh, the doctor is panicking. Let's take another look here. Holy smokes, watch this impact, folks. The pendulum swing by Riho. Now Riho up to the top. She nods her head. The diving foot stops like a lightning bolt from the sky. No! What a match, what a battle. And that face of Rio says, says it all, and so is the face of Dr. Baker. Yes, relief written all over the face of Dr. Britt Baker. Probably a combination relief, and what the hell can we do? Yeah, Rio is looking at her next, or excuse me, Dr. Britt Baker is looking at her next challenger. Right. A woman that Britt Baker has never pinned, and she has taken everything Jamie Hayter's thrown at her. Hater continues to flood the way. Big time sledgehammer blows. Jamie Hater trying to bring Riho in with a superplex, but Riho hammer fists sends Hater off. Yeah, Hater fell very awkwardly that time. Oh, look at Rebel. There you go. Uh oh. Whoa. Uh -oh. Teamwork here. Rebel grabbing the boot of Riho, and the opening for Hater. Jamie Hayter. Oh, this thing could go either way. This is crazy. It, it is crazy. This is a hell of a women's match, guys. Oh, God, no, man. This is a hell of a professional oh, wrestling match. You are not kidding, but Rio. Rio, look at those hammer and anvil elbows to the side of Hayter's head. He's fighting for a life, Rio. Yes, he is. Oh, Crucifix! Boom! Oh, no, that was a horrible landing. Holy God! God, improvisation. The Avalanche Crucifix bomb. The Somato! She's got her. That's her move. I think she's Rio. got her. Scars the win. The winner of this match, Riho. Look at her.
around her and she's, and she's crying right now. She went through hell, this girl. Yes, she did. She's the number one contender for Britt Baker's world title, and she'll get the world title shot. And Britt's going to be wondering, what in the hell would it take to keep this woman down? And Britt Baker knows that she has never beaten Riho. One on one. And look at this, Britt. Oh, oh, she's going lockjaw here, guys. Yeah, she's going to do lockjaw before the match starts. And the lockjaw, just Britt Baker sinking it in, looking looking to completely incapacitate Riho and take her out of that Women's World Championship match. Yes, Sammy Guevara is still the TNT champion. And this open challenge, my man, and you have met every one of them so far. That's right, Tony. Everybody can... What the heck is this now? Well, that's Cody, Cody's music. Well, there he is. Cody Rhodes, the former two-time TNT champion. And Cody's got a mic in hand. See the, the damage to his body. Cody with those burns from that Atlanta street fight last week on Dynamite. Pardon the interruption. I didn't want you to be blindsided from one good guy to the next. Your open challenge is going great. Christmas Day, your open challenge has been filled. Tony Khan just made it official. You'll be defending the TNT title against me. Wow. Cody Rhodes, the first ever. Good luck, kid. The first ever TNT champion. <laughs> and, well, open challenge, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on a second. Of course he gets the title match. Of course, Cody Rhodes gets the title match. He gets the skip ahead of the line. And what happened to Ethan Page's title match, huh? I had to jump through hoop after hoop after hoop after hoop just to get my TNT title shot. No open challenge. That's BS. You know what, though? Hey, maybe if I was an EVP and kissed Tony Khan's ass, I'd get a title match quicker, too. But you know who did get me my title match? Dan Lambert! Oh, you love him, huh? Well, guess what? You're gonna get more, because he's coming back. <laughs> yes, I love You're Dan. damn right he's coming back. And Sammy, what are you even gonna say right now? You're gonna talk about being a fighting champion? Someone who faces any and everyone? Except the guys in the top five, right? Tony, don't give this guy an interview. Give him balls. Because at some point, you got to step up to the plate. At some point, stop calling yourself a champion and prove you are one. Sammy Guevara not backing down from the challenge. From the men of the year. The Colts right oh! now with Matt Jackson. Oh! Couplet messed up. Couplet messed oh! up. Oh! Look at the pile driver. 
Rocky Romero, jackknife, the jackknife, two, oh. no! Woo. Barely. How close was that? This has been a tremendous tag team match. Both teams walking the tightrope here tonight. Matt's still feeling the effects that cold spray in the eyes. Couple of palm strikes right there. Which Romero got mine? Romero looking for the slice bread. No, Matt Jackson. We get Tombstone. Well, speaking of great counters. No, Romero counters. Backslide. Backslide. Rocky Romero. Two. Oh, oh. Did he know? He got him, right? Two point nine nine. Holy cow. Ooh, what a knee strike. Leaping knee strike by Romero. The NZ Gary. Romero. Oh. Back with a heel kick. Matt Jackson comes pump, underneath. Pump handle, pump handle. Pump handle. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Look at oh, this. He God. countered Romero. What a great counter Up by Jackson. Up the tombstone. Oh. oh. The Meltzer driver and the Bucks get the win. The winners of this match, the Young Bucks. That was sensational, guys. I want to tell you, these four men tore it up. Oh, wait. And look at this. Nick Jackson after the bell. Adam Cole. There you go, Cassidy. Matt and Nick Jackson, Orange Cassidy. Cassidy Cassidy's got to try to get some payback on Adam Cole, but Adam Cole's went one step ahead of him. This one is so, un him. so unnecessary after such a great match. Short thing, we'll see. Wheeler Yuta. Wheeler Yuta charging into the ring. He's teeing off on Adam Cole, but walked oh. right into the super kicks. Great timing, great teamwork. Oh, look at bucks. this. Wheeler Yuta, the protege of Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. And now Adam Cole and the Young Bucks have laid waste to this chaos contingent here. It blows me away that anyone would like Adam Cole. Anyone. I, I'm actually a personal friend. Oh, wait, wait a second. Come on. Adam Cole has the, the Panama Sunrise on Orange Cassidy. Damn. Match is over. It has no bearing on the match at all. Nothing. Completely uncalled for here by the Bucks and Adam Cole. Uh, Sometimes, guys, you got to send a message to people. And that's what the Bucks and Adam Cole are doing. Oh, the, oh boy. that three-way BTE trigger. What is this? There's no more best friends. They're going to roll out here, beat up. Wait a minute. Who's mom? Look at my God! It's Trent Barretta. He's back home here on Long Island. Are you kidding me? How long has it been since we've seen him? And look at his look. How he looks. Trent Barretta, after the spinal surgery, is back here on Dynamite, his home of Long Island. Whoa. And the spirit takes out Cutler. Trent looks great, man. Look at him. Yeah, he does, man. He's in phenomenal shape. Trent is shredded, and he's ready for war. Oh, takes out. Look at this. Trent charging in. Took out Matchek. Takes out Adam Cole. Intercepts uh -oh, the uh -oh. super kick. We've got half and half. And he sends Nick Jackson for a ride. He's not done with him. He's taking out the super click on his own. Trent Barretta, a man possessed. We see Chris Statlander and Sue looking on. Sue's the most over mom regarding moms.
And you've got to give the people what they want. Best friends back together. We live in a world with the keys and And bring mom to the ring. You see, we're the true kings. What a return here on Long Island for Sue and Trent Barretta. As the Rapongi Vice theme plays, the tag team, Rocky Romero and Trent, and it felt so good the first time. You got to give the people what they want. Once again, you do. <laughs> and like you said, the most over mom. She's off. You kidding me? Trent and Rocky reunited here tonight on Dynamite. Oh Silver lights him up with kicks. The German coming, baby. German Suplex oh Daniels lands on his feet. Oh, roundhouse kick. And caught him in the back of the head. Scouted, well scouted. Daniels is like, ah, this is not my first rodeo, kid. Oh, you're right. 24 years experience, 22 years experience. I should say, Brian Danielson. Winter is coming. Just one week away. He's just not even, not even breathing heavy. Yeah. Boys. Look at him. No, you're right. That's that's super conditioning. He is. He really is, and it's a mental thing more than physical. Believe it or not. Okay. Silver up to his feet. Recycle knee countered. Deep hook. Deep hook in the tights that time. Oh, the trip by uh -oh. Silver. Uh-oh, watch out here. Silver, kick to the back of the head. German suplex, the rope upset. Oh! Just shot those legs straight up in the air and unhooked the, the shoulders. I respect that, that Silver went back for that German because he knew that was the opportunity to nail it on Danielson. He definitely popped his hips. And, and Silver with such a low fulcrum, it adds so much more force to that German suplex to have. You're right, Excalibur, because Silver's hips are naturally under his opponent's hips. So right there, that gives you more power in the pop on your hips. If John wants to end it right now. Yeah, he's looking for the spin doctor. Dan oh, Danielson gouging the eyes. Oh. Well, it's a counter, I tell you. Rolling elbow strike. What a shot. And now Danielson. The head trapped against the knee. Yeah, no word for the head to go. Good call, Excalibur. Raining down elbow strikes on the ear. Right on the button, the ear, the side of the jaw. What? Oh. What, what, what's, what's, what's he doing here? Doing whatever he wants right now. <laughs> uh, you're right. But Daniel I hear him just saying, what's up? Uh-oh, God style. Danielson, the God style pile driver. Taking a page out of Minoru Suzuki's playbook. That's exactly right. Shoot a half and pin him. There's your half. Oh, no, no instead, Danielson is out. He is out. Oh, look, Danielson just, wow. The winner of this match, Brian Danielson. Look out, look out red in the face and the head of John. Well, I think that golf style paw driver absolutely knocked him out, meaning Silva. Nothing else was even needed. And Brian Danielson has taken out four members of the Dark Order on his way to challenge Hangman Adam Page for the AEW World Championship next week. Whoa, and winner is coming. See. Uno head kicked in. Cabana head kicked in. Allen Angels head kicked in. Johnny Hungy. Oh. Oh, wait a second. I'm nothing if not a man of my word. I promised to kick his head in. I promised to kick his head in. 
just like I'm gonna kick Hangman's head in next week. Oh boy. Wait, Danielson already. Wait, wait a minute. It's not done, guys. He already battered Silver with those elbow strikes, and now. Silver's knocked out. Man, don't do this, Danielson. Oh, no. Come on now. Here, oh, comes, the, here comes the champ. Here comes the champ. The AEW World Champion Hangman Adam Page not waiting till winter's coming. He came out here just throwing blows. He didn't bring his championship enough, but he don't care. Adam Page on fire. Next week. Next week, they're going to get it on. Hangman Adam Page and Next Ryan. week, I'm gonna stomp the cowboy shit out of you! Hangman making a promise for winter is coming! Yeah, this has become more than a world title match next week, Excalibur! And remember, you still have a chance to join us in Garland, Texas at the Curtis Colwell Center for this huge main event world title match. Sunshine. You are my sunshine. Would you like to do a little rendition of it now? Okay. All right. Take it away, Max. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. Yeah. Shut crews in the house, baby. We gotta pay tribute to the one and only, the big homie. MJF. Yo, what up, dog? Thanks for the $20. He's the nicest dude I know, yo, check it out, yo, yo. Check it away, Max. MJF stay inspiring the people. And on camera, he was trying to be the evil guy. But now we can see it's all see-through. Says that he's better, but he treats me like an equal. At the soup kitchen, he was feeding all the homeless. In the locker room, bringing donuts for the workers. At the food court, he be tipping in the jars. And when he drives home, he admitting no carbons. He got a hybrid, mindful of environment. Life is so inspiring, high-fiving the firemen. When we have a show, he be helping with the firing. Never shy when he's smiling, he be shining it. Giving up one time for my sunshine, MJF, so cool, never unkind. Yo, behind closed doors, he's a fun guy, spending all summertime catching all the butterflies. Yo, MJF, yo, thanks, man. Yo, yo, I can't believe, I can't believe you gave my sister a kidney, dog. She was gonna die, man, and thanks to you, you made a difference. You changed the world, baby. Well, I'm, I'm gonna be a opera singer and a wrestler. A wrestler? 